0: Hello residents of Meeple Town, this is Dean.
1: John. I don't know what to say. I mean, your name? No, I know. I'm Jonathan. This is Jonathan. Well, last time I said not Dean, but it doesn't really work since you're here.
0: And today we are going to be looking at our top 10 games of 2020. So thanks for joining us for episode number
2: 71. 71. That's right. This is Is the well-prepared episode. 71. that's right what is going on y'all how's it going games of fire we're excited today because we're going to there you go that's the podcast dean (laughs) we're excited today because we're going to be doing we're doing live so this is a meeple town live we are going to be doing our personal top 10 games of 2020 yes meeple town it is march almost april but you know what we've really I don't know. There's a ton of games. And I'm still going, I wish I could play this. I wish I could play that. Mm-hmm. I wish I could play that. <sighs> you feel like that too? Dean looks really serious right now. If you're listening in on the high? podcast, he's looking super serious because I'm not going to lie, y'all. We've been scrambling here at the <laughs> end. Uh, yeah, we've no been we scrambling. Haven't. Oh, we've been scrambling. We thought that we had enough you know, time. We got here a little bit uh, early or a decent amount early, but yeah. We actually, in fact, Jonathan and I, Get a little closer, Jonathan. There you go. We have to share a microphone because I couldn't get his microphone working. (laughs) So uh, for those who are listening on the podcast, I'm gonna spend a couple minutes here and just shout out to Ben and some folks that are popping in. We got Steven, we got Clever Swine. Look at this, man. We got all kinds of folks. We're popping in here. Yes, 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 spring is here. Speed readers. That's right, I'm going fast, I'm going fast, I'm going fast. Yeah, well, I forgot. Yeah, there we go. So hey, what's up everybody? You guys want to just dive in and do this thing? That's that's yes, what, sir. I'm ready
0: to go. Why I was looking so intently at in my computer is because I was throwing the first game up there cuz I'm ready to go. All
2: right, who's going in what order? Uh Dean won the
1: Schwazi. I won the Schwazi, okay. <laughs> so it's going
0: to be me and then you and then Jonathan.
1: Yep righty. that means I'm the anchor.
0: That's you are the anchor. You're batting cleanup. Yeah, Is that right. Yeah, oh. that
1: means that the best game hey, get overall cl- gets to be said last. Get a little closer. <laughs> so, uh, no, yeah. I'm sorry. There you go. We got to get a little closer. Here. Should I put my arm around you? It's I, I would prefer yeah. that, actually. You I don't know can't I'm tell you how thankful <laughs> I am
0: to be on this end of the table. I'm ready for my number ten. I'm ready to go.
1: Are we supposed to do the COVID disclaimer? Like, just so you we've know, all had COVID. We've all so had COVID, close. so we're you know.
0: Some of us more recently than others. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I've actually even had my first dose of the vaccine. So, so like,
2: clever swine said, "Nice deep fake of Dean." <laughs> so I just want to say that because yeah. So nice, those man. we do need it. Let's talk, hit that up for one second before we do this list, Dean. For those who are listening on the podcast, we you know Jonathan and I did the last podcast. Mm-hmm. Dean has been out with COVID for a while, so bad to where when he finally got back this week. He was late to our get together because he took the trash out. That's how bad it was for you, huh? What? You said that you got winded taking the trash out. Oh, look, he, oh I did. Oh, I did get winded taking the trash out. Look at, out. you know what I just I did? also have some COVID what? fog going
0: on, so I'm not exactly remembering everything that I've said.
2: I just caught Dean in a lie. <laughs> so it really wasn't the fact that he was taking the trash out. It was it, it was something else entirely. So he's like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. He just made an excuse. COVID
0: brain. Can I talk about number? Wait, wait, wait. Before, I need a disclaimer. I always put a disclaimer on my list every time. <sighs> my disclaimer this time is we have waited so long because I haven't wanted to, I, I've wanted to play more and more games, but unfortunately I still have a list of 2020 games that I haven't got to because stupid COVID took away from some game time. So there's, yeah. there's some, especially that are going to be on Jonathan's list that I'm going to make some comments about that. I, I think probably could have very well made my list had I had a chance to play them. So
1: actually I think there's two that would have a hundred percent. That's probably list. right.
0: That's probably right. Maybe even maybe three. We'll talk about them as we go. Yeah. My number 10. We ready?
2: Yep, so let's add this to the stream. There it is. It Jeez. showed up.
0: Number 10 is
2: Pan Am. Boom. Pan Am. Oh, well, Pan Am. What? You know, on the podcast, they can't hear, but uh, the way that we, the stream yard is doing, hold up, let me see here. <laughs> the live stream, you guys are off of the live stream, basically. You guys have to get in really close. Oh, that's fine. You just need to here, listen to me right I'll now. I'll just move the camera back and forth a little bit. This is really technological There we go. <laughs>
0: it's okay it's all right you'll, you'll be able to see me at oh goodness Uh-oh. uh at point. i think this is the closest me and john have ever been so pan am here are the reasons that i like it let me i i've realized something about myself in thinking about my gaming over covid route building is something that i enjoy in games i've realized about myself i i like tickets to ride i know uh jonathan really doesn't like it no. um not a game that that you know some gamers really like but i found myself really liking some different route building games and this is one of them but that's not the only reason i like this game there is auctioning in this game there are events that come up in this game there is stock buying in this game and and that's the whole purpose of the game is whoever's gonna have the most stock now john and i talked about this beforehand we both really don't like the last round event especially um, That's correct. That is the thing that drags this game for me more. I think this game would be maybe even higher up on my list if uh, if it didn't have if there was a different way of doing that last round event um, because it it can really throw you off and can have a huge impact on the game and who's going to win the game. Could you house roll that out? You probably can. I'm sure you can, but we haven't done it and I I try not to, especially when I'm looking at like rating and ranking games and stuff. So anyway. That is uh, Pan Am. Love this game. My number 10.
1: I liked Pan Am. Did you play this one? Yeah. And yes. actually, I forgot this was a 2020 game because I played it pre-COVID. Yeah. And that was so long ago that it feels like a different lifetime. Did you like <laughs> it or no? Yeah. It was a, it was like a seven and a half for me. It was yeah, really good. good. I, it's probably the best target game. I'd have to think about that for a minute. But it's, it's probably yeah, my it's favorite game that you could get like. You need to get closer, closer to the mic, Jonathan. In big there box you go. Store.
0: It was a Funko game, right? Is that, um, is that who did this? I'm not looking at it right now. I don't remember. Um, it is definitely... Uh, it was a Funko game. Yeah, it is a I thought Funko that's right. game. So it's it's up there with... And they've done some really good stuff. Prospero Hall is the one who designed this. It's yeah. listed okay. as it's, Yeah, it's
2: my favorite Prospero Hall game. I liked it. It actually was kind of borderline for, me, for me. me. I didn't like that last round, though, like you said. Well, and I've
1: only played it at two players, and sometimes it's hard to judge games like that. Like I feel like it, it was one of those that could have been better with a higher player count, too. There you
2: go. All right, so we got that. But also, before we move on to my number 10, oops, I clicked on the wrong thing. Curious hey, Jonathan's mom is, is commenting. How about that? Hey, mom. Hi, Jonathan's mom. <laughs> hey, Jane, how you doing? That's awesome. Hey, Jane. And um, Emilia wants to know what's in my red solo cup that I have going on. <laughs> Yay, no, actually, it's a protein shake because I'm getting, I'm. I just went to the gym. <laughs> And I'm getting massive. Yeah,
0: John Monk is constantly talking about how he's getting jacked. It's really
2: that's the problem that we have with being so close quarters today. Is like my shoulders are getting so huge that hardly anyone can fit in the screen anymore.
1: I think you say next to the broadest shoulders. It really, (laughs) it really is. It really
2: is a protein shake. See all that nastiness.
0: Hey right. Jonathan, that's a great shirt, by the way. Oh yeah, that's a, is it's that a Meeple it's the Mountain
1: shirt? Meeple Mountain, about, that's right, Tennessee flag, but instead it's Meeple's. Yeah, I love yeah. that Tri-star,
2: shirt. So my number ten. We better get through this, huh? Okay, get going. Yeah. we've got through one so far. My number ten is my city. Actually, um, it's mm-hmm. one of those games that you know. I think I gave it about a seven and a half out of ten. Uh, whenever we did this, I did. I know what I what I gave it. Um, but it's one of those that I, I. It's just so easy to get to the table. Jonathan mm-hmm. and Dean, we were all talking about this beforehand. Um, that we just really like games that we can get to the table with anyone. I can get this to the table with anyone. It's a good polyamino game. I like how you got the legacy uh, piece going in this game. I think that's really, really nice. Um, yeah. And like, I don't think it, I'm it, showing any spoilers It here, gets No, me. it gets progressively harder. Like, it starts off super easy, and then the more and more you play. Have you played this one, Jonathan?
1: I haven't, but I heard some people talk about it, and I guess the thing that intrigued me was that they were saying that it's an easy game to sit down and play, like, ten times in a night. Yes. Cool. Okay,
0: here's the thing. We planned on playing, you remember this, we planned on playing through, like, the entire game. We said, we can do this. We set aside, like, hours and hours. But your brain, like, it is a super simple game, but it rocks your brain. We played six games and we were both toast. I huh. mean, it was it, it was shocking how Interesting. much of a brain burner, even though the game itself is super simple. It's just a lot to think about. I,
1: I gotta be honest, every time I see Legacy, I'm instantly turned off, because... In my game group and the people I play with, they tend to like variety over replay. Um, and so I think the farthest I've ever gotten a campaign game is three games.
2: You'll get, yeah, you'll get like, further in this one for sure. And yeah, so
1: it, even if a game is great, it just makes me not want to even go there because yeah. I, I've got like five of them that I've never finished anyway. So why mm-hmm. would I get another campaign game?
2: Yep, I get it. I get it for sure. The first
0: game of this, I think, took, what, like 10 minutes or something
2: like that? Hey, it's... Dean, I, I'm going oh, to correct your mic. You, yeah, you keep looking at us, and then it's going to sound awful on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, guys, what are you doing? How is everything going? Oh, <laughs> John hey, John told da, me to pull my mic away from my mouth before we started, so I'm <laughs> going to look at it the closer. Picture. No, I'm put it closer now, because I'm getting closer, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, Steven O'Rourke says My City is one that I'm dying to play, so yeah, it's good. It's a really good game. Yeah, I think fine. you would
1: really like that one, Steve. Well, and I guess if it's a family weight game, that's probably the easiest type of legacy game to play because you're with your family more than anybody else. It's true. I mean.
2: All right, get up in this mic, Jonathan, and give us your number 10. Wait, is, is Dean ready? Yeah, I'm getting there.
1: So uh, Dean gave qualifiers. I'm going to give some caveats. <laughs> uh, I was pressured into not putting reprints on this list, even though I really wanted to talk about a couple. So I'm going to talk about Hansa Teutonica so. real quick. If you have not played Hansa Teutonica, go buy it right now. So that's not your number 10. It's not my number 10. It was way higher up my list, way, way <laughs> higher up my list. But they pressured me into taking it off. So I do have one second edition in my list, but it's like a real second edition with new rules and stuff. Um, but because of that, it means I get to talk about my number 10 that's
2: there we newer. Go. Get juicy in the mind. Get juicy. Oh, I don't
1: know. <laughs> <clears throat> I
2: almost made you say get juicy
1: in the mind. I'm not going to say that. Um <laughs> So my number 10 is Tidal Blades. Uh, this was a Kickstarter that we waited on for like two years. It was really, really behind, but is one of the prettiest games I've ever seen. Not not just the box art. The box art is gorgeous. It's got that whole like Caribbean vibe. Um, it's kind of a comic booky style art by Mr. Cuttington. Which I found out was actually a husband and wife team. I didn't know. Really? That. Huh. Um, okay. They just go by Mr. Cuttington, which is kind of interesting. But they kind of created this whole world, and then they built a game around it. There's actually going to be a second Kickstarter here soon for an RPG, for those of you who like RPGs. They've created this whole this whole world for it. Um, but the the pieces laid on the board are beautiful. It is a huge table hog. Like, one of the biggest table hogs I own. Both the box and the game itself out on the board. But Really?
2: It's one of the biggest table hogs? Oh, hugs? my goodness. Wow. It's so
1: big. Like it barely fit on my game table, um, it's wow. it, it's so wide. Like you see, it, the the picture there doesn't do it justice for how big those pieces are, those board pieces. Um, but it's really fun. It's it's kind of we only we we haven't played everything in it, and I feel like it's one of those games that you need to play more to really get the depth of it. Got you. Um, and play the advanced game and with the expansion and everything else, but we haven't gotten into it that far. Um, but basically what you're doing is it's work replacement, and there's different islands if you can see that picture there that you're going to be going around and you're going to be... The the theme of the game is... This is the one of the ones, by the way, that I think Dean is going to really like. It's very thematic. So the whole theme is there's just like an alternate universe and these monsters were coming through and attacking their village so they created a time rift that keeps the monsters at bay. But what this game is is these young... People in the village are competing to become warriors to help fight these monsters off. And so you're being judged by judges who are watching you do these challenges, and the challenges will increase the stats on your little player board, which will do things like allow you to have more dice for combat, or um, refresh your dice that you use for combat more in a round, um, or get player power cards that you can use to do cool effects in the game. But for the most part, it's, it's a pretty standard worker placement game. If I was gonna compare this to one other worker placement game, so so many, it's it's a little it's got a little Champions of Midgard to it, because it's definitely and you like euro. Champions of Midgard for I sure. Do. Yeah, so does my family. Um, it's it's got the whole euro mechanisms, getting resources, spending those resources, going to worker placement spots, but it's also got dice combat. Um, but there's lots of mitigation for the dice combat. Lots. There you go. Um,
2: so yeah, it's a really good game. Very solid. Um, I don't know why I'm not that interested because it's too thematic. I feel like it's you not you didn't like be champions good. that much. Yeah, I mean it's okay. I'm okay right, with, but it. if you're okay
1: with the game and somebody's like, it's just like this game, you're not gonna be like, that's Ooh, true. Yeah, I want to play that.
2: Great point. As Dean's pulling up his number ten, I'll pull up a couple of comments. Uh, Emily said, "I finished my city and like how the rules keep changing up. I Agreed. Like there, it's yeah, fun. It's like oh, exciting. What's gonna happen here? And you know, and it's usually it's just really something small, and uh, that's actually quite nice." Clever swine is talking about table hog Praga. That may or may not be on someone or everyone's list. Who knows? I guess we're gonna find out what happens. I, haven't I, haven't like Succi I don't remember Vladimir What at game all. is that again? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dean. So why don't you go ahead and do your number ten nine number nine? There we go.
0: It's really not that difficult. We're going literally in order down the down the line here. All right, my number nine is a game that John for sure has no interest in. Uh, I don't know about Jonathan. Maybe. Um Jonathan is more into thematic games than what John is for sure. I think I'm um, somewhere between both of you actually. Yeah, you are. I would say so. I'd say that's that's fair. Forgotten Waters is a game where it's not gonna pull farther over that way. <laughs> i sorry, um, I just won't be able to look at you guys. That's fine. Um, Forgotten Waters is a game where you are uh, a pirate and you are on a ship and traveling around. This game is a lot about the story and not about the gameplay in general, and, and and that's that's a big reason why this would not be a big game that that John enjoys. But if you if you like games that are really John's. story that is really story-driven and not necessarily about the mechanisms. Now, the mechanism, it's it's super simple worker placement, um, but then what happens after you place your workers is uh, kind of determined by the roll of the dice a lot of times. And for me, the experience is a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed this game. Introduced it to family. They really enjoyed it. Uh, this is one that is getting an expansion coming out soon, and I'm really excited
1: about that. I- I've really enjoyed my plays of this for sure. Dean, is this one of the Dead of Winter... Is it in that?
0: Yeah, it's a crossroads game. Okay. So yeah, Dead of Winter realm, and this is uh, a game that's. And I love Dead of Winter. I've enjoyed the games that I've played in that in that realm. Um, this is also an app driven one which you know may or may not uh, be something that, <laughs> that people like. Um, I don't this might be my only app driven really game the- this year that I've that I've played.
2: Dean this is you know you always get on to me about having like games I cling to, you know, or something like that. You know, that, oh, you keep talking about this game. Forgotten Waters is almost that game for you. You know that? You've really no. talked about this <laughs> all the time. <laughs> no. I was listen. I got a call last night in the middle of the night, and it was Dean going "Forgotten Waters," "Forgotten <laughs> Waters," "Forgotten Waters," and I was like, "I think you're searching
0: for the game that is what What's the game that you talked about all the time? What is that one?
2: If you don't know it, then you don't
0: know it. I can see it in my mind, but my COVID brain is is not allowing it to to surface. The name of its surface.
2: It'll come back to me. You're it was kinda, a... Um, are you, You're kind of botching this whole episode. <laughs> yeah, I know it. <laughs> COVID brain. That's you're just doing... It as excuse. I'm just kidding, you're doing... Uh,
0: well. Speaking of botching, John's number yeah, nine Yeah, I know, that's a good... That's a good segue. On nice. here somewhere.
2: I gotta find it. Here we go. Oh, okay. man, it's taking forever. All right, All right here we you. go. So my number nine is one that I've just played fairly recently, and that is Fayum, which is uh, Freedom and Freeze's latest game that just came out. Um, You know, Rado... What intrigued me was Rado said it was his favorite freeze game and i it's not better than power grid in my in my opinion after a couple plays and this was the game on my list that was the hardest for me to put on my list because i've only played it twice and that makes me nervous and as i played it i've said you know this game could go up and this game could definitely go down like there's just some things about it and i don't want to really mention a lot of those because i don't because it may not be true you know so i don't want to you know spread rumors around here yeah. um, but it's really interesting that you have these cards and it has the concordia style kind of where you're you, you on your play you're actually playing a card simple or you're going to be picking up a card and um, buying yeah, a card and doing that <laughs> yeah i know and every card's different so <laughs> yeah. like there's like i think there's maybe one card that has two of the same there's uh 50 something cards there and there's more than that but you mm-hmm. uh, anyways there's like 60 something cards or something like that um but everyone is you see all those pieces on the board everybody is working together you just score points for doing certain things. So if you build the roads, you score points. But mm. if I build the roads, mm. Dean might be able to travel persons around and score points by doing Some that. another game that does that. Yeah. And the other interesting piece to this is that whenever you, it's got that like the phase like in Cordia where you pick your cards up, but you only mm. pick up three. Oh. And you have to pay to pick up more. Mm. So like cards are going to get buried and you want to bury cards sometimes because whenever you do the administration phase, if you have no cards left in your hand, you get three bucks. If you have one, you get two. If you have two, you get one. So actually having, yeah, having more um, cards in your hand is actually less. It's not as good um, for money purposes. So a lot of really interesting pieces. My wife, you know, we played it last night again and she was like, meh, it's just okay. I liked it a lot more than she did. Um, but yeah, so there we go. That's my number nine, Fayum. I still don't think I've even played a Freedman Freeze game. That's crazy. That's no, crazy. No, no, no.
1: We played that well, something Fear, the little card game that like you don't actually read that. the rules beforehand. Yeah, we played that at um, it, at the
0: Game Point Cafe, yeah, right? Goodness, yeah. I've
1: got COVID brain, too. That's going kind to of be my uh, excuse. I geez. think it's called Fear, actually, if yeah. I remember Yeah, Fast right. Forward Fear. That's Yeah, what it's Fast called. Forward is
0: the series of them. Yeah. Um, that was a neat little game, too. Not, I mean, you know, for what it is, I thought it was, it was we interesting. We could play it in three minutes. It's fine. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Steve's popping on to say that they, he loves our content. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Bought Project Elite after our playthrough. Wow! Look so at that. there we go. Huh, how about that? Anyone else? Like it? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Hopefully. Anyone else that wants to give us comments about how much they like us, I mean, we'll pull that comment up on the screen and we'll talk about it on the podcast. John likes that validation. <laughs> I, I must have. I must have this. Oh my goodness. Uh, I feel good right. <laughs> Games of Fire says Hey, dangerous for our pocketbooks But I love your content That's awesome Yeah, thank you it so is. much It really it really is awesome We try we try our best to have fun and play games And we're glad that you all like it Yeah Because we enjoy it Alright, Jonathan, what's your number 9, right?
1: My number 9 is another one of the games That I think Dean would maybe have on his list If, if he had gotten to play it Santa Monica
2: Can I say that I was stu- I've never played this but, like, I think Dean and I both went, wow. Like th- Top ten. Yeah, like, because it's lighter and stuff. But I've heard a lot of positive I'm going to be honest.
1: I was stunned at how much I liked it when I played it. Okay. I, now I want to play it. Yeah. Because um, I didn't have a lot of high expectations. Um, so, I got to play this with a buddy of mine, David. Uh, he had bought his copy, and... I honestly I I really I went into it with like literally zero expectations. I thought it was a cute little game. You know, it's drafting. I was like, okay, it's not gonna be long. Even if it's not good, I can get
2: through this. Like, did you buy this or did someone else? No, no, no.
1: It? Uh David. You said David. That's what I re- thought you just it. said, yeah. sorry. And he uh and I got it I got it for Christmas this year because I liked it so much. But Wow. Um it is it is basically a feld. So if you like point salad games or you like games, if you, if you look at those cards right there, you can see all the little scoring at the bottom. Almost every card either scores for you or gives you something that would score on another card. So basically all you're doing is drafting from a little uh, three card tableau and you're placing them on either on your beach on the upper part there or on your, um, what is that called, boardwalk on the bottom. And you're scoring for things like adjacency um, to other similar types of buildings or you're scoring based on where you get your visitors, you get little meeples there. And they some of the cards you play will allow you to move them around. And then you can get these little sand dollars. And every game you're going to have different abilities that everybody can use by paying those sand dollars. But also, some of the cards score for sand dollars in your tablet. I like
2: that you're paying with
1: sand dollars. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Um, It's just an excellent game. It's one of those games that you can play in 30 minutes and teach anybody, but still has enough depth that if you're like somebody who's into heavier games, that you're not going to be bored. Yeah. Um, And I didn't feel like... One of my big pet peeves is if you're playing a game and you feel like the choices are scripted, because a lot of times, lighter games, that's the problem. You don't feel like you have enough agency. But in this game, you feel like you have a lot of decisions. Because you could take multiple of those cards and make them work for you. It's just, yeah. can you make them work better for yourself than your neighbors? There you go. So. that's yeah. I'm I'll, I like to look at that. that, too, Jonathan. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. cheap it it game, really too, cool. isn't it? It's not that expensive. Yeah, it was like $30, 35 yeah. something like that. That
2: seems like a one I'm going to have to pay
1: And up. one that they could expand, just like a Seven Wonders. Like, it, it has so much room for... And it's AEG, so they're gonna, I'm sure... <laughs>
0: You told me I'm wanting to play this, for sure. I want, I want to check that one out. There you go. <laughs> Emily C.
2: says, love y'all. Extra validation points. And I love the y'all, since yeah. you know we're from Tennessee. You can have all so those points, that. by the way. And uh, Board Game Night agreed. Love your chemistry and positivity. So in Positivity. My sh- John's tearing me in down my over here. Shallow, <laughs> in, <laughs> my, in my shallow request for like compliments, <laughs> Meepletown is appeasing that. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah. We appreciate that. Ding, what's your number eight, my friend? My number eight is probably going to get it's
0: probably going to get some uh some beat down from john and jonathan maybe because it's so low i i, I think this may be higher on somebody else's it's list
2: solo <laughs> if you're listening on the podcast i just raised my red solo cup in the air
0: bonfire is the i think second fell that came out in 2020 um the other being castles of tuscany which i i enjoyed uh but bonfire if for you sure have was like castles
2: the, i'm talking over you right now oh my gosh i'm cutting you off if you have castles of Tuscany and higher than Bonfire, our relationship okay, is over. I'm cutting John
1: off and saying, by the way, Dean,
2: this is a two-way crossover.
1: <laughs> it is, yes. So we can just talk about it once. This is also my number eight.
0: There we go. Oh, oh, it is your number eight. It's my number eight. That. You yeah. both
2: only have this as number eight? I just, I, You both are out of my oh, relationship. Somehow
0: I, uh, I just left it off of here. Oh, no, 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 I didn't. I, I do have it on there. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so so we can just talk so about no this. So
1: no hate. You're perfectly right, Dean. You nailed it. <laughs> this is exactly where this belongs on the list. I know John's going to have this one quite a bit higher. Uh,
0: but this is the more complex feld that came out in 2020. And I'll go ahead and say, Bonfire is one of my favorite felds that's come out in the last uh, few yeah, years, for sure. I would say. Uh, the other one being the um, Forum Trejanum that came out a, few, a couple, two, three years ago, something like that, that I, I really enjoyed. But I've really enjoyed this one. So in this game, you're going to be traveling around to different islands. You're going to be taking these little pieces. I know you probably can't see it on there, uh, on these boards. You're going to take these little pieces and place them onto your board. And when you place them onto your board, that's going to determine how many, the, the different types of action tokens that you're going to get. And those action tokens are what you're going to use to play out different actions onto the main board and onto your board too. So you're going to be moving your guardian guardian along the track. You're going to be traveling to islands. You're going to be, uh, what else are you going to be doing? You're going to be uh, picking up these different um, objectives from the islands to go onto your board. And then you're going to be putting portals on there. There's lots of different things that you're going to do. And it's like every Feld game that I've enjoyed. And that's where you have lots of different point sality goodness, gaining points from a lot of different ways. So I've really enjoyed this one. Over to John. What do you
2: think? What do you think, old Johnny Boy? <laughs>
1: uh yeah, it's one of my favorite of his heavier games. It still yeah. does not beat Castle of Burgundy for me. I don't know that he's ever gonna make one that's gonna beat Castle of Burgundy for me because it's just not You good. guys are
2: both the same person. You and Dean in this. <sighs> not situation. really.
1: So this is the weird thing about me and Feld. I always said Feld was one of my like top three designers. Almost every game he puts out for me is an eight. Like I understand that. Like I
2: I don't like really, you like it, but don't just go crazy. Yeah,
1: out. like I like almost every film, like almost every game he's put out in the last five years. I'm like, yeah, I will always play that game, but I'm not like trying to get it to the table the way I would like an Underwater Cities or something like that. Um, this game, especially when we pulled it out, we were all like, "What is this?" Because we're <laughs> so used to his games being these dry, like you know, some city over in Europe. Yeah, <laughs> like that's, that's that's what most of his games are, or like Roman. There's the pink or, elephant. Oh, that thing was so dumb too. One of the dumbest components. It um, came with two of them. Yeah, um, <laughs> in case you wanted an extra. But it's one funny because, like, I-, I hear people complain about that dry, like, no theme thing, and it's like he tried, but he made it about elves and bonfires. So uh, gnomes, actually, gnomes. I don't know. They look like the little. Yo- I will say that right. the little meeple guys look like Yoda. Yeah. So I did appreciate that they look like baby Yoda's
0: here's the thing about Feld that's interesting to me because I there are a lot of people that would say you know this is my favorite Feld and there are so many of those games that are different like Amerigo yeah. is my favorite one or Forum or or Tra- Trajan or Castles of Burgundy like there are so mm. many different games Bora Bora that are people's favorites and I think that's why he's so interesting to me at least like I'm always intrigued by the things that he puts out because it might be an amazing game to John, but I might not really care for it. But this other one I think is amazing. I just think that's that's pretty well, interesting.
1: And what did did it for me on this one was the action selection is so unique. Placing those little tiles down your board in order to get action points, basically, that are very specific to what action you want to do. I, I can't think of a game that's done that.
2: I don't want to talk a lot about it because it is up on my list. Um, that's my favorite part of the game. That is that's, brilliant. Yes, it's so dead me. gum fun. Though, mm-hmm. Trying to figure out how to put those down. And then sometimes... You may not want a ton of the tiles necessarily. The you know, I don't know. It's just there was just a lot of really cool decisions uh, for sure in that one. Yeah. So a couple of comments before we move on. Uh, there's a lot of long board games like <laughs> lengthwise. Yeah, it's there that actually is very true. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you should see the Title board. Blades. Yeah. You put oh, Title. Yeah, you yeah.
1: can't even fit it in a Calyx. The way you slide it in, it's. It it's got like uh, well. see look at that. I'm, if
2: <coughs> you're look watching on YouTube, I have to keep pointing at the mic because Jonathan, I think he's just slowly getting back further and further and further. <laughs> I'm trying to get away from John as much it's, as I can. I know. Um,
1: I just lost my train of thought. The I just calyx. got so close to you. I smelled your musk, and it was mm. just you so smell my protein shake yeah. on my breath. Yeah. Oof. Oh, um, yeah. but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't fit in a Calyx at all. Like, yeah, it, even close, it's like six inches of overhang, and it's not even it's not even thick. Like they could have. Easily made it a box that would fit in one, but instead they decided to make this stupid long. It just bugs me. I won't
2: so to to I don't know
0: John's number eight, by the way. That's yeah, I'm, I'm no, going, no, like it's my it. so
2: so. <laughs> clever Wine says I need to pick this up, but I know more money. It's true. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> All right, that's my number eight. My number seven is needs is, needs to be slid in there, Dean. I forgot. I didn't give Dean all my numbers correctly. So Dean, go ahead and is it is it no? it's your number eight?
0: I just did my number eight. Jonathan and I have the yeah, same have number this, eight. So we kind of skipped to yours. You know, Sandwiched I
2: usually to a, and it I just get I you off. I know. I know. And by the way, if you're watching on YouTube, we do want to apologize for having to swivel the camera back and forth. Dean deaned bringing the wide angle camera. <laughs> he didn't bring it. And so, and so, and so <laughs> we've got our, we have ours on a on a swivel here, and so we're moving it back and forth. If you're on the podcast, you don't care because you're not looking at us. They were not prepared for three people. Yeah,
0: no. <laughs> I messed up the camera. John messed up the mic. We're okay though. We're we're making it work, right?
2: Yeah, sure. <laughs> so a couple things I'm going to bring up before I yeah, do mine real Scottie quick. Uh, Carpe Diem. Steve brings up, yeah, that was a really that's that's a good feld. Um, yeah, I like unfortunately,
1: they screwed up the edition so much. They've already got a third one coming out. Yeah. It's a two year old game and they're making a third edition of that game. I just, just a little silly.
2: Loves your um your Meepletown swag there. So I guess I need to not We're trying to I'm do a better jump online. Ju- yeah, we're that's true. Meepletowngames.com. You can check it out. That's our that's our swag. We're trying to do a better job of not jumping all around for those who listen to the podcast, because my wife at one point said, Hey, your lives are really fun to watch live and they're okay to listen to, ah. but they're not the best. So if I if I don't uh if we don't respond to every comment and stuff, that is why. But I do want to say, because we're talking about Feld. This is a perfect comment. Yeah, Stephen, yeah, uh, it says, Feld games are so good in many ways, but immersive themes, not so much. And perhaps those are the last two points needed to make the 8s and the 10s. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, yeah. that that could be right. For me, it doesn't. And that's why Feld's probably higher on my list than these guys. Yeah. Because I don't need, I don't feel like I. I don't need that to enjoy it, but I understand why you do. So
0: I've, that being said, I think I have five games in my top fifty that are felds. I think he
2: deemed it. <laughs> he deemed it. Yeah, yeah.
0: John John coined that term. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. It's like it, it shrewded it.
2: And then speaking of <laughs> speaking of Ginway deemed it, John John Shoulder is pushing sent Dean me his camera. list,
0: but he sent me nine games, so I have no idea what your number eight is. My number eight um, is that. Oh, it is my number eight. Okay. Paris. Okay,
2: all right. So my number eight is a Kiesling kromer game, right? That's right. Dina, you going to get that up on the screen dog?
0: Yeah, I am. But you sent it to me in the wrong order, so it's taking me a little bit of time. <laughs> wow.
2: All right, so anyways, I'll just start talking about Paris. Uh, Paris is a really good game. It was one that, you know, I was I was looking forward to it. Um and it kind of it met my expectations, you know, that I was thinking I'll. uh, This is one, Jonathan. You have not played, I right? Have not, no. Yeah,
1: and it's sad because I love Kiesling and Cromer.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Dean on the camera over here because Dean, is this one on your list? It is, yeah. It's a, okay.
0: It's a couple up from now. I
2: okay, because I was I was gonna say, I would be surprised if I didn't. Now this is talk about table hog. This is a table hog. Yeah. Mm, the uh-huh. huge round circle. Round games are always table hogs. Pulsar's oh, that way. Yeah, but this game is beautiful on the table. Dean. I'm yeah, love- sorry.
1: That's a digital copy. Here we go. There you Here's go. Another.
2: It's the color. And that color yeah, does that not really nice. do it justice, but it's like this beautiful, like tealish bluish, whatever color, a kind of mixture between those. It's really good. But I mean, this game is about, you're going to take a key and you're going to put it on one of these six districts, or you're going to take it from that district. I mean, from the key place in that district and actually put it into one of the, what are those called? D? Neighborhoods? Shops? boroughs.
0: I think. Burrows. Maybe, I don't remember. There,
2: and there's six of those inside each district. And it's basically area majority at the end of the round. who? I mean, the end of the game, whoever has the most points in those sections is going to score points there. But there's this giant rondelle that goes around. And what's really cool about this is you can never go around the rondelle more than once. Mm. So like you have to make those decisions. Do I want to jump ahead and grab that tile because that's got really great end game scoring for me? But then I miss this score and I miss this tile. But if I don't go and jump, Dean might take it. And if he takes it, that's going to really irritate me. I think you would love that yeah, about it, Jonathan. That's
1: one of my. I love yeah. those kind of decisions. It's kind of like Heaven and Ale in that regard. Yes, and where but you yeah, got different rounds than Heaven and Ale, but but this that, one you don't. That decision of yes, I want that because that's almost like a double agency. There. You got to get closer, baby. I'm sorry, you just <laughs> you got to get closer, baby. <laughs> um, because most games have it where you're making decisions like that of whether or not you want to take a spot, but then to add a second layer on top of that of skipping something that you could have permanently is so agonizingly good. <laughs> like, yes, it hurts so good.
2: <laughs> yes, no, yeah, it's it's it is. It I just mm. it's it's a, in a, it's a, it's good a
0: tense one. game, right? I think it is. I think it becomes very tense the more <clears throat> like the further you get yes. into the game of like no doubt. where to place things. Mm.
2: The only knock I have is that. Yeah, two play. I like this better at a higher player count, um, especially because the six burrows don't change. Like, there's no difference if you mm. play higher or lower. So, like, when I play against my wife the other night, she doesn't like combat. So, she just kind of, I took over this one, she took over that one. I took over this one, she took over that. Gotcha. And it was just boring. Like, I was just like, this is not the way to play this game, babe.
1: Do you think this would have been better with some
2: kind of Automa as the third? Yeah, I think so. That or you just block off – maybe you just block off some districts just and just say, you know what? Because I'm these... normally
1: not a fan of those, but some games you just have to. There's nothing – the way they're designed. I, th- I think that a lot of times these guys, they design games for three and four, and they stick two in the box because – Because you have
2: to almost yeah. nowadays. Or and even
1: like they make a solo mode that's terrible just because yeah. they to be able to put one in the box to sell it. Um... Yeah.
2: I I felt that it was fine at two players with someone like Dean who's like, let's fight. Uh-huh. Like you and I, we would do that, right? Yeah, we would battle yeah, yeah. it out. But for players that are less likely to have that – conflict then it didn't play as well because of gotcha. that but anyway but you almost have to
0: for so the for the bigger districts you know like the, the game forces you to do that a little bit because the money in the in the bigger districts is you get more money from going yeah. there and mm. so i feel like it, it it guides you in that way to be more aggressive
2: yeah we have a bunch of comments about the table presence on this game it is beautiful but also just, let's just quickly because we need to get through this emily <laughs> says uh that i think this is a really great point She's disliking, you know, some of the 3D card components just that that are just for show and not utility. I have that love hate relationship with them. I'm
1: the same exact way.
2: Like I, I do, and yeah. like, but most of the time I put put them on there because it looks so good. But then there's times like um, you're like looking around it to see what's on. The- <laughs> I was playing solo to Kenu the other day. I took the obelisk down because I got annoyed by having to stand up, and that's yank. a that's a big one of those.
0: Paris though. It has almost zero table presence without that one arc, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's, no, there's no 3D elements in this game. Everything's laying flat on the table. Yeah. But also, you can take that off, and it has the cardboard piece on the board, so you don't have to use it.
1: I will say Barrage did it well, even though they, they messed up the production of that game big time. The Having the water, or the like, what is it? Uh, COVID brain. Um. The the water's coming down. Having it tear. Watch your mouth. Oh, uh, <laughs> were you just That's waiting, waiting on me to say Jonathan. damn? That's you doing. Um. <laughs> I feel like there's some movie quotes that should be happening right now, but it's a family Vegas family. vacation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, they they did that well because it had some verticality to it, which helped break up the board. But it wasn't so tall that you were having to stand. I think the problem a lot of times is those 3D gimmicks are.
2: <laughs> If you're on if you're on the podcast right now, there is a comment about my massive shoulders, which is hilarious because I'm they twice be, as broad as they, you sh- are. They, I know. <laughs> they should be drawing Dean and Jonathan in because of the gravitational field.
1: You can't tell it from the podcast as much, but my head is bigger than his shoulders are.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm showing off my. No, I'm pretty sure John shoulders. is the one who has the big head right now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Is there a way that we can um, kick Steve (laughs) off of the feed here? Is that possible so he doesn't get distracted? Blow your head up anymore. Oh, thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. (laughs) So, Dean's number seven. All
2: right, Dean's number seven. You ready? You ready, baby?
0: (laughs) Number seven is probably going to be on some others' list. Here's what I did, guys. I threw some games that I knew were going to be on your list lower on mine just so that Uh, I could be the first one to talk about it.
2: Just kidding. You would do something like that.
0: Praga Kaput Regni is a Vladimir Suki game that is fantastic. It just is. I, agree. I love so many things about this. I love the look of it. Um, this is a game that uses 3D cardboard <laughs> elements that are actually relevant um, in those castles, like the the hunger wall, and then the they do block back there. the
2: scoring. Uh,
0: they do, and again, you don't have to use those. You can use them, you know, directly Flat. on the board. Yeah. You got the bridge that's really low, but still. But the main the bridge mechanism, is good. the main mechanism of this game is you're going to be taking from the wheel you're going to be taking an action tile and picking one of those actions and doing the action. You don't do very many... You don't have very many turns in this game at all. That's how Suki does a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like Pulsar. That's like, what, 12 or 14 turns that you have in this game. But obviously, like in all the other games, the more, like, the later you get into the game, the more things that you're going to to be able to do, the bonus actions and stuff like that. Um, And the actions are you're going to be building walls. You're going to be building little... um, tiles into the city you're going to be moving along in those different the cathedral and hunger wall you're going to be traveling around along the road and each of those things that you do is going to give you more and more things so it's basically you're trying to be the most efficient in this game as you can be and uh, i love this game i absolutely love this game it's fantastic
2: yeah this is going to be talked about later on my list i'm not going to lie yeah me too yeah <laughs> okay sorry uh, sorry is,
1: I, to, I talk too much about it but i'm not sure if suchi or lucerta are my favorite designer but I, I do love Tsuchi. Yeah. Also, oh, I do too.
0: It has eggs as a resource in this game. How many uh, games did you, out there have
1: eggs? Did you wingspan? Did you? um ah, you wow, were. dude, that was quick. <laughs> yeah. So, did you uh, read the history behind that? I not to just completely put an aside on there, but I actually found that really interesting. That egg road action. I was like, yeah. why is there an egg road to uh-huh. a bridge? I was like, this can't. So apparently, the king at the time thought that eggs would help the mortar stay longer on the bridge, and so he had villagers bring eggs for the building of that bridge that bridge is still standing 600 years later yeah so maybe he was right i yeah. don't know but that was the reason why that action's in the game they did an excellent job
0: oh, Excellent. i like that
2: That's pretty so what's good. your number seven <laughs> uh yeah, you're have to <laughs> hey emily's me. looking for some tips on praga out there oh, and steph was... hodge says i only learned it this year so it didn't make my list yeah mm. I, you like you liked it a lot didn't you Steph? we i think all did that was your number Good Oh, you, you need to you need to know my number seven. It's my turn again?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. I, I might have it right on here. I'm not positive, but um
2: <laughs> You don't have it yet.
0: No, I don't have that on there at all, actually. Ooh, this is gonna take a
1: minute.
2: That's okay. All right, hey, we're you gonna go ahead and start talking about it. We've more. actually already talked about this, John. Yeah. Uh, on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, so my number seven is um man, I'm thinking through should have made this my number seven. <laughs>
0: You can't change now. No, oh, I'm changing right here. now.
2: I don't even care. No, my number seven is Merv, the heart of the Silk Road. Um, what? I, and that's a Fabio uh, Lopiano game, and he did Ragusa, which I did really enjoy. I really did, and I know that that's that's different than some other. I, I don't know. Some people I know either love or hate Ragusa. It's pretty simple, but I love Ragusa. How you can? I'm not talking about that, but it's easy, super easy to teach, and you can play it with a lot of people. Uh, this is kind of cranks it up a notch, you know, from Ragusa. Yeah. So this is going to be more of a gamer's game. But I really like it because my wife liked it. I mean, that we talked about yes, that. Yes, it helps. It really it helps. helps a lot when your family likes a game. It's, it's kind of in that like just straight up medium weight Euro it game. Is.
1: And it's just like Prague, that you have twelve actions. Yes, and that's it. I. I like games like that. Yes. I don't, I don't know what it is. You feel like you can't do everything in a good way. Yeah. Ah. Yep. So it makes, it makes a game that may not have as much replayability have replayability because the next time you might do a whole different path than what you did the first time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is I mean, I really like I love the way that the buildings work in the middle, yeah. I like the way you're working off other people's things and stuff like that. It's just so cool. You have these different tracks that you can go up and you know, even do a little I don't like set collection generally, but you know, if it's part of the game, I'm fine yeah, with it. Yeah. And so I like it. It's got a little set collection, so you there's four I think four different things you can kind of do. You can't do them all. So like what am I going to do, you know, which what, what am I going to focus on this game? And I just I think it's fun. You know, it's it's, it's, it's not a mind-blowing game, but it's a yeah. solid it's a really solid game. And it looks beautiful on the table. Ian O'Toole did I'll the artwork. Osprey Tool, Games I mean, always does a really, yeah. really good job. So it's just one I think I'm going to find myself. Um, yeah, I'm just going to keep finding myself and, playing.
1: And I, I'll i probably talk about this later with another game. Spoiler alert that's on my list. But Ian O'Toole, like... So there's artists that I like their art better. Like, uh, who did Everdale again? Andrew Bosley or Michael Menzel. Yeah. But Ian O'Toole's art is the most functionally beautiful art yeah, in his, the industry. It's so slick. Like... Clean his the graphic design that goes along with it, and the way it he pairs those together make games that look more complex easier to play. There you go, which is
2: yep. awesome. It's true. So Steph's not a fan of his games, but likes Zapotec, which was on my list of top ten. So I'll be interested that if she hasn't liked his other ones, what he did so much different. Or uh, Steph, I don't know if you have time to respond. To that I'd be curious to know like what's different about that because yeah, his games do. have like some similarities and stuff. Anyway. Um, Let's, uh, Clever Swine also corrected us that it's 16 actions, Dean. Correct, Dean was deaning the, Nailed it. the I have actions.
0: 4 plus uh, 2 is what I was going for in that to equal <laughs> 16. Yeah, there you it's go. my turn to, to do six not Dean's. Plus 10. Back
2: over here. Oops, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Jonathan's correcting my swivel of the yeah. thing. All right, Jonathan, give us your number 7.
1: My number 7, I have a feeling, is going to be uh, quite a bit higher. Much up. higher on my list. On <laughs> other people's lists. Um, speaking of not failed failed games... Yep. That's the film um, game. This is Feels basically like a, a point salad. So I've only gotten to play What is this- that noise? There's kids Children. outside. Oh. like you I not can't... like kids, John? No, I love kids. Are you sure? Because
2: he's getting annoyed. Uh, so we're in an office and there's a little playground, just so you know, behind us. Yeah, and so kids out go out and play on the playground. And it's beautiful here today. This it's is the go- prettiest day. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry to interrupt. I keep interrupting you. Yeah, I know. You said that, you know... we Just because our names
1: are similar doesn't mean that you get to speak when it's my turn. I
2: know. You're right. Sorry. Um,
1: sorry. (laughs) So this is Tawantin Suyu. I don't even know really where to begin. There's so much going on in this game. Um, It's really like one of a a heavier-filled worker placement game. And so what you're doing is, if you see on the board right there, there's a center area where you're going to have a... What is he called? Like a pre- high priest? I high think. priest. It's a high priest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you can either do actions moving your high priest around that clockwise, one or two spaces, which do like this really cool comboing effect that will use what engine you've already built to do things. Um, or you can send workers down the Pentagon, whatever that
2: thing is. The, yeah. Um, it's di- the different terraces. Terraces. There's I'm so bad at the terminology in games.
0: Terraci. I think it's the <laughs> <of> You
1: better be quiet or i will hit you in your tear side.
0: <laughs> That's pretty good.
1: That's not bad. All right. So <laughs> they, uh, where you're placing them, though, it's interesting. Unlike a lot of worker placement games where you're just putting on one spot, you're putting it between three spaces. Um, and whether or not you get to activate one, two, or three of those or even more is dependent on the type of worker you place and how you place it. Yeah. So that is a really good little brain burner thing. So for instance, I love the yellow guys, if they're the first one in a section of the board, you get an extra action. Which means if you place it between three actions instead of just getting the one, you get a second one. Um, the blue ones, there's spaces that are colored on the board. So if you put a blue guy on a blue space, that will give you an extra one of those actions, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and so the things that you're getting from them are not overly exciting. It'll be like stone, or you know, you get to build a tapestry, or you get to do some certain action. Yeah. However, the decision of where to place these and how to maximize those actions is what makes this game so good. Good. Yeah. Oh my
2: gosh. Um, I will say, but it didn't hit. It's not. It's not that high up there. So you got. You got to give us. Give. Give me a. Give me one or two reasons, or or do you not have? Or so, have you just not played it enough? Or? So this year for me
1: was nothing but eight and eight and a half. Like, there were no games. There was one game. There's one game this year that blew me away. My 2 through 12, even, could have been completely flipped around. So the gotcha. fact that it's lower than yours is really not indi- indicative of anything other than I had to make an order. <laughs> yeah. So and, and honestly, I've only played this one once, and I only played it at two players, and I really think this would shine more at three and four. Yeah. Because when we played at two player, what we found is th- this is one of those games that's not round-based. It's more of a, like, you get to trigger the end of the game. Yeah and we, i like games like that you don't i do but we literally maximized everything because yeah. the guy i was playing with is like me we like to build those engines and so we got up to the top of every track we purchased every tapestry tile oh we, yeah and
2: dean we, didn't like that either because we we played one game where it was the same way remember that's that yeah one game we played and, and frankly yeah.
1: he would have beat me but he let it go on too long because he wanted to do yeah. all the things as well um, and that's what won me the game because I got to catch up because my engine built up better
2: over time you needed to end the game
1: yeah yeah and you can do that which is great so it's it's not going to be such a big deal um, at two players if you're playing with not first time players because knowing when to force the end game is a big part of this game yeah. um, but I, I, I loved the first two hours of it <laughs>
2: It was the third so you hour. played more than that? Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: I told you we maximized everything. Like we, the whole board was filled. I mean, it was it was nuts, and it took a long time. And so I was super excited for the first hour. The second hour I was like, this is really good. And the you third hour, it knocked it down yeah. a little bit. For you got to
2: play this more. Yeah. I agree yeah. I don't think it should be. It should not be that long.
0: <laughs> we did it. I feel like the first I, time I played that, I experienced something like that, um, where you can just let it get out of control. Like you're the arc about. of the game
1: is important to me. Yeah. So yeah. games where the arc is. Um, dynamic is a little better than when it's gets stagnant towards the end
2: yeah I mean, yeah i'm like worried about that with fayum a little bit that's my oh, i yeah. said i wasn't going to mention those i but.
1: don't want
0: to beat a dead horse on this one but I, I would imagine and this was me when i saw this game i was like oh boy i don't think so it just looks yeah, like a it looks lot so busy it's it's not, it's not it is you know i guess heavier you know than a lot of games especially that i'm gonna talk about on my list but it doesn't feel that way. The actions themselves. Now the heavy. actions are difficult. Yes, yeah.
2: But the heaviness comes from maximizing. That's that. right. That's yeah. right.
0: This is a, this is a great game. We're Loving. both going to have this higher
2: on our list. Absolutely. Who's Dr Pepper sitting in the back back there? It's a Dr Pepper Zero, actually. Do we get paid to to have that in the back? Is that what happened? Millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, this episode
0: totally. sponsored by. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> maybe, maybe. Are they board gamers, Dr Pepper? I don't know. But if you are out there, Dr Pepper, and want to send us money, we'll take I'll it. I'll wear a Dr Pepper shirt on everything i, do I don't care days. i already have yeah. one there you? There go. Do you- it's a berries and
0: cream one that i got for free in downtown nashville one time. speaking of, dr pepper is nasty Ooh, that was bad. i that hate was dr awful.
2: pepper by the way let's just let's just go there we, we ruined safe. our sponsorship it's, you, what, to like, you guys like it 23 flavors that's way too many flavors what are they just stick with the, you know keep it simple keep it and o tool we don't need all kinds of stuff all over the place get out of here dr pepper get set, out of here for sure so not sponsor number dr. six
0: <laughs> my number six is a game we already talked about i'm gonna be real brief on this ready do yeah, it I think that's right Paris oh yeah Paris my number 6 we already we already talked a lot about this game it's good all those things that John said <laughs> love this game a lot of fun Paris my Boom. number 6 that's how you do it right there that's
2: how you do it is that what you have for my number 6 now I, are I you will. back are you I back will. on track since yeah. I screwed if you up if you leave that open that would be helpful Okay. All right. So my number six, as Dean is pulling it up, is a uh, Daniela Tassini game. It was one that I was really excited about this year. I think it was my number one uh, most anticipated game when we got halfway through the year. Yeah. And that is Tekinu. We just talked about the giant obelisk that's in the middle of the board and how that can be, uh, you know, that can be a little bit annoying, actually. But in this game, I mean, what I like about um, Takendo is I like the the dice drafting that you have in the middle, mm-hmm. and like the the cool part about it is like not only are you dice dice drafting, you're, only, you're da- drafting dice to go to certain sections. But the value on them matters, not only the value matter, but the color of the die matters because it will could make it, you know, you have these scales you have to balance between, like, good and evil kind of things. And if you get too greedy at the end of the round, you might lose points. You're trying to get it in the middle um, to balance them in the middle so that you can go first next turn mm-hmm. and different things like that. So those are all really fun things in, uh, in Takenu. But, but the thing I might like more about anything else is the card play in this game because like I like games where you have a ton of new cards, different cards, and they're all not going to come out in the game, and so style. it keeps the game so fresh. Every time mm-hmm. you play, you're like, oh, I haven't seen that card, or I haven't explored using that card, so uh, I think that it's, you know, I think it's really good. Yeah, um, Steph Hodge says, uh, Teo is still the best. I agree. I Teo to Wakhan is still definitely better, so. <laughs> uh, Dan, I wanted to pull up Dan's comment here. Oh, Danny boy's in, and it is weird seeing us so close, Dan. You came mm-hmm. in a little bit later, and Unfortunately, um, Dean Deaned not bringing a wide angle lens. <laughs> and so I'll just say that a couple more times. And you jawned not
1: having three mics,
2: though. I did, though. I <laughs> well, did. you
0: guys would have to be that close anyway. I so thought yes. that I was,
2: yeah. I thought I had the right, I, I, the mic that I brought. So I jawned it for sure. Um, I jawned it. I deaned it. We don't do that. Anyway, so yeah, we both kind of made a couple of mistakes, but we're still, we're, hey, we're going. It's going good. Boom.
1: Is it? Yep.
2: That's your, that's your. <laughs> to
1: Kenny was good for me. It, he didn't
2: like it because I beat him at it the first time. That I is not it. true. Look at
1: because it. there's a game that's going to be higher on my list in a minute that I got spanked at. Really? The first time I played. Woof, bad. Um, but
2: you—the
0: one you're about to talk about right now. Yeah, actually, the one right? I'm about to
1: talk about after, right after this. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, that's the one. But to, can you? Is a lot like maybe it's just his games for me. I tend to like them more <laughs> with repeat plays, and I just haven't played it enough.
2: I'm just laughing because if you're not, if you're on the podcast, we're getting so many comments about my quote unquote massive shoulders <laughs> and they're really not
1: no John John is a slight fellow he's in yeah. shape but yeah, a <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm trying to get even more in shape but yes I'm not a big guy I think it's funny that is the quote of the episode <laughs> I've, convinced, the I've convinced I've convinced everybody that fellow. I'm massive
1: <laughs> he likes to wear really tight shirts so that it makes it all stand out but you know
2: it's true my shirts have to, I'm gonna have to upgrade to a medium from a small I think <laughs> Because I, I, I <laughs> what's a small? I don't think I've ever worn one of those. <laughs> all
1: right, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's talk six. about an
0: extremely good game.
1: Yeah, so X. I'm kind of sad this isn't higher because two of my top ten all time are Vladimir Succi games, and so anything he puts out, I'm just like instantly, I'm I'm gonna buy it. I don't even think about it. I just hit, I hit buy it now. So uh, greed Yeah, um, and I think this game could go higher with more plays. I really, I really don't have a lot to add about what's like what how already, already talked yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. The the actions are great. What you're doing is great. The presentation is really good. It is a little busy if you look at the art on that. Yeah.
0: Um, especially in the like the village spots where the buildings go, it's it's really busy.
1: But a lot of like there was some, we were talking about that as we were playing this game, and I can't remember the other game we highlighted that has that sort of busy art. Oh man, um, that has that sort of busy art, but it's only busy until you've played it. Like, once you've played it, it, it doesn't bother you as much as it as it did the first time, um, where you're really trying to figure out what's going on. But yeah. I really like, like the Like to want to sue you,
2: you, kind of, right? Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, like to want to sue When you look <laughs> at it, it looks overwhelming. To want to sue you, can you? Is that what you just said? Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I made a mistake. Um, Sorry, John. <laughs> Well, John made a mistake. i rolling that? his sleeves up. Uh, there's a there was a there's a comment here that said that I should cut off the sleeves. So I've got my sleeves rolled up. Please don't encourage so it. So now now I'm getting even more serious. I'm just taking the shirt off we're right? Halfway now. through the episode.
0: <laughs> we're we're moving in that direction. So so uh,
2: They turned off the
1: AC to come in here, so it's
2: getting a little warm too. Oh, that's right, Steve. like, the heat. It's it's like the sun's radiant. out, guns out, baby. Let's do it. Let's go. Oh oh Actually I'm making myself uncomfortable. I'm gonna <laughs> put the sleeves down. <laughs> Bear me strength right now. <laughs> this is gonna be the longest, silliest episode of people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh oh man. okay. Well Are we on the rails? Are yeah. Oh, no, definitely off the rails. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry that my muscles are so massive they're distracting everybody. <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure my muscles were that size when I was like twelve. <laughs> is that Dang
0: it. Is our viewership going up or down right
2: now? You know, uh, I think it went down a little, maybe. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe we maybe we scale back a little bit. Whoo, <laughs> Dean, would you like to take off your hoodie? Uh, we, uh... No, that, I'm actually good. That might help.
0: I'm actually good. Number number five? Is that where we're at right yeah, now? Yeah, we're it, on man. five. Is my number we're five. We're only
1: halfway there. No my boy. number
0: five? Yep. I don't know. This is definitely not on John's. I don't think it's on Jonathan's either. I don't know if you've played this, Jonathan. Dune Imperium. Uh,
1: no, this is one of the, like... There was four or five games I really regretted not getting played, and this yeah. is one of them. Yeah, this is uh, good.
0: Paul Denon design who did uh Clank, really popular. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why I clicked on that. I don't think that is actually components for the game. We're about to find out here. Uh oh. What are you clicking on? Um, oh man. Do we need a sensor. So those are not actual components in the game, but my goodness, I wish they were. That's yeah. amazing. Well
1: they have deluxe components coming out for it. Oh, that's you right. You know so what maybe that, they are. Maybe they may are be the, the deluxe the... ones. I don't I don't know what the deluxe ones look like. I know there's gonna be miniatures involved, but yeah. I don't think those were. I think those yeah.
2: are 3D do printed. You, do you all know whenever you open up your phone you're, you are like you want to go to an app or something but you have that muscle reflex of you click on the wrong thing? Yeah. Dean likes components so much he, <laughs> he has just this automatically he clicks, clicks, like clicks on quits. it. <laughs> Painted plastic. <laughs> click, click, click. And he doesn't even realize it. <laughs>
0: okay, so in this game and this is something I'm realizing about myself I talked about this I think on a podcast a while back I'm really digging card games that also have another element to it. So mm, not sure. just deck building but also games like Um, like Everdale that have like hand management um, along with worker placement. Those are uh, um, Imperial Settlers, Empires of the North is another one like that. Mm. This is deck building, similar to another game that's gonna be higher on my list as you might imagine. But in this game, you are going to be building up your deck but also you're gonna be using the cards in your hand to place out your, um, your workers onto the board. And really, it's a race to 10 points but how you do that for the most part, part of it is the left side track where you're going to be racing up that track and, and getting points there. But a big part of it comes in the combat, and this yeah. is what really makes this game shine, I think. Um, you're going to be gaining troops onto your little area, and then you can move those troops onto the battlefield. And then whoever wins those battles, and you also have uh, modifiers through cards that you can it's play. It's the best
2: part of the game.
0: Um as you do that, if you win those, win the combat, you're going to gain the uh, combat card for that round, and that's going to be like a first, second, third place kind of thing. And usually, the first place is going to give you a point, or maybe even more points. Yeah, uh, this is a really, really cool game. I like this one a lot. Um, the solo in this one, surprisingly, is actually really well done. Yeah, you have really two... for a combat game. Yeah, and yeah, exactly because you're playing against two different players, um, ah. you can use the deck of cards that they have or the app, but it's super simple because it all revolves around moving up the track and the combat area and and then just blocking spots. So like their turns are really fast. I've really enjoyed the solo of this. And the two player is a game in this game. Jonathan, I know you don't like this, but you add an element, like you have an extra um, AI player, but again, it's not difficult. It's an easy one. It really just impacts the spots. I don't
1: mind AI players that are just like draw a card and do the thing. I don't like it when it's, when it's a lot like when it's really involved where I feel like I'm almost learning a new thing to play the game does that make sense there you go. Yep,
2: yeah. yep 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 alright so just a couple of comments uh, as we're moving along to my number five uh, a lot of people talking about uh, Lost Runes of Arnak which may or may not be later on <laughs> it's uh, after- funny
1: that there's two worker placement deck building games this year
2: Yeah, uh, questions about the Dune theme. Like, um, Dean wasn't into Dune before he played the game, Dean? Or did you get into it? I read uh, the
0: book before I played the game. Just because because of the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know okay,
2: has anyone ever, I mean, out there, has anyone ever had a board game get them into a book? I, I have go not. go ahead and
0: say, I also read Red Rising
2: like, while I was I was going to say, I want to read Red Rising for that reason. <laughs> I didn't know what Red it's Rising really was, my and then I saw that, that, and I was like, oh, man, that sounds right up my alley. Yeah, my yeah, wife really so. loves that. All right, so my number um, 5 round number five, oh, is, as Dean's pulling it up, is I'm going to take you all to school with my number five, <laughs> Alma Mater. Mm-hmm. Now it made me a little nervous putting this as my number five because not negatively nor positively necessarily. Um, I, I I don't know. What I'm trying to say is I haven't played it in a long time, so it could be <laughs> it could be better or it could be worse or it could you be number five. Yeah, I know that's the problem, man. Jeez, I've been having too many classes, but you know that that's the it is what it is. I can't play everything. A week before we do oh, this no. list. And I hate that. Um, but any, anyways, in this game, just got a lot of really cool features. The way the books the books work, interestingly, in this in this game, you're paying for books. The values of the books are changing. You can get books from your opponent. So a lot of really nice player interaction there. But I, I think the most thing I like is that, like, track that goes up the left side. And you having to, like, get this and this and this to hit this spot. And then that gives you this bonus, which is, it's got a lot of those moments in this game where you feel clever. Like, you mm, click, yeah. click, click. Boom. Like got that, some points. Man and that's uh that's what i like the most about this game. i don't know if it's on dean is it on your list anymore no, or no? no. this
0: was this was probably 11 or 12 on my list. um this is a game that that the first time i played remember you beat me by like 100 points. it was a lot. i scored you maybe said it, like 40 points or something in this game the first time we played. but then like once you understand those combos you're you talking me. about then it, then it becomes a lot more fun. This this definitely, you need to play this game more than once to really get enjoyment out of it. And I kind of feel that way for all of their... Groups. Yeah, Lorenzo's
2: that way too. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Coimbra
0: actually it. was that way for me too, although probably yeah. less than the other ones, but I still yeah. felt that way. There
2: you go, number five was Alma Mater. What's your number five, old Johnny boy? Oh, Johnny boy.
1: I didn't get to play Alma Mater, by the way. Just yeah, so I know. I know. Uh, It's a good game. Yeah, yeah. that might be on my list.
2: I actually read the rules to play and just never got to play it. Here, why don't you just have it next to you? Or does Jonathan need I to I can see it, it better
0: there when your hands aren't over top of it. Why can you see it
2: better far away?
0: Because my microphone's right here. That's why. Oh, yeah, anyway, that's why, my number just go five, ahead and get five just get is... Get your hands out of the way we won't have this problem. All right, go ahead. Is the game I think Sorry Dean is going to regret not playing the most.
1: <laughs> Sorry. This is developing really good. fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dwellings of Eldervale. So this is another big Kickstarter game with another gigantic ridiculous box and stupidly good production. Um, Dean likes that. He loves all of that. Those are all things. The other thing about this game is it is a Euro game. I like that. some dice combat. Ugh. So, but the dice combat is not... You know there's games where when you lose you don't care
2: uh, no, <laughs>
1: no, no, no. When you lose the dice combat, you do just kidding. like
2: yeah, like feast for Odin. If you roll bad, yeah, when you go out there, it's like whatever. It gives you, you a get, bonus. Yeah, 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 it's
1: whatever. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how this game is. It's not really a big deal because I will tell you, I I lost by not a whole lot when we played this the first time, and I lost every single roll. I, I won one, really? and I rolled a two, and the other guy happened to roll a one. Wow! Like. I, it was just the worst rolling of my life, and I still barely lost. So, I mean, it, it's not like it's it's going to cripple you in this game. Um, and, I, and honestly, I just got outplayed. It wasn't like that even contributed to me losing. It was just I didn't play as good as the other people. So, um, but, but you it, really liked it. Yeah, I did. I was actually surprised at how much I liked it. Um, so if you see the tiles out there, there's two different types of spaces in the game. So each of those are worker placement spots. And if you notice the little tiles that are on top of the hexagon tiles, those are resources that you can either go ahead and like you can turn it in for those resources or you can bank those and attach them to cards that you acquire to make an engine. And that's what's cool, that's cool about this game is I'm interested that you in that. can build a really unique engine based on which faction you go after. Also, there's 16 factions in this game. There's eight like elements, oh, wow. and each one has two factions. Yeah. And each is that one a Kickstarter those, thing,
0: or that's like retail? That's the case. I have no idea. Oh, man. okay. Gotcha.
1: I, I really, really don't know. But you have four different kinds of workers, and so those powers are all based around what those workers do. So like, you have a wizard, a dragon, a warrior, and then five regular workers. So some of the powers are like... Your regular worker can go twice as far across the board or your wizard can land in a space with the person already in there. It's, it just kind of, they all the powers are centered around breaking the worker placement rules. Interesting. Um, and then there's these giant miniatures. I don't know if you can zoom in on there on that that yellow one right there, the dragon. So the Kickstarter version, this is something I've never seen before. Those right there, Ooh. you see them in the thing. They yeah, come with sound cool bases. Way. So when you pick the thing up and set it back down, it senses it and it roars like a unique roar for the miniature.
2: Instant buy for them. <laughs> It's in Dean's <laughs> cart right now. You know what's
0: funny? I'll, I'm going to go ahead and let you finish, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to comment on that. I'm uh, going to guess
2: that you don't think that sounds that attractive. No. Go ahead, Dave.
0: Everything I've heard about this game, um, I know, John, this is going to blow your mind, and I and I think for me, too, is overproduction.
1: Like oh, for, it is. For the game that it, it is. It is overproduced for the game it is, um, 100%. I, mind blown. I
0: love overproduced games. Don't get me wrong, but this one just seems like over the top.
1: For what it is, for what I've heard. This I, could have had tokens and wooden have maples and been a thirty five dollar game. hundred percent.
0: And this is where I you How much know, is it?
1: I don't remember. If you've
0: been around if you've been around John and I, you know like I prefer higher production game. John would rather have something that, that is what you're talking about, a thirty dollar game that just I'd rather have someone budgets.
2: just get a piece of paper and a pencil and <laughs> just cut out some parts and so rolling right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: that's exactly right. But this game Definitely seems not rolling, like uh-huh. <laughs> Too much. Like,
1: too much. But I've heard nothing but really good things about this game, so... And it's really pretty, and everything's done really well. It, it would be one thing if it was, like, overproduced and then not done well, but it's just done really well. Yeah. I mean, um, but yeah, and it's not an overly heavy game. I expected it to be... More than it was as far as the weight goes, it's probably a solid three. Like it's it is a midweight euro. There you go. That's, that's a little bit common.
2: That's perfect for that. All sounds like it's Dean, Dean. It's Dean's
1: yeah, alley, and, like,
0: I, and I think I would love it. And at some point, I'll play. I'll play that with you. But for some reason, I don't know what it is, but something about this game has just not made me like super stoked about playing it. I don't know why.
2: Dan says that I only <laughs> like party games. That's exactly right. I don't too, care. Man. I don't care about it. as you can tell on this list so far. It's been all party games. He's been all about cashing guns today. Oh right? that was good. Like that was good. Best okay. dad joke of the. I'm podcast. not gonna lie. And I've
0: been I put that in my pocket earlier, and I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna use that later. That's not true. Not bad. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. All <laughs> number right. four. Is that your number.
2: We're at? It's your number four, Dean. My number four has already been talked about.
0: We don't have to say a whole lot to want and sue you. John, I think, was probably surprised about this whenever we played it at how much Stunned I did like Stunned
2: at how much you did like it. Yeah,
0: this is a, a game that a I wouldn't normally it's... like it, but it feels so much felt. like a heavy felt That makes indie. sense. Yeah. Uh, and I find myself, I, I like some some uh, David Chertsey stuff, right? I, oh, yeah, I've I really too. enjoyed... You need uh, to play Anachrony. Roman oh, actually, yes. was, was one so that I good. liked. But anyway, so there we go. This is my number four.
2: Yeah, great game. Great game. All right, so my number four, I guess I need to pull up my list, huh? Oh. Is a game that we've already talked about, so let's just pull it up. Twice. Don't even pull it up on the screen. We've talked about it twice. Praga. Praga Kaput Regni. Great game. They've already talked about as much as things. Uh, The wheel thing is really interesting. Um, Suki just does these really great games where you we mm-hmm. said that don't don't have a million turns, but you know, at the end of the game when you play it, if you play it right, you're like, wow, I scored a lot of points, I did a lot it of did. things. Um it so you good. just build those good engines. Uh really nice design. I like the art, except for it's a little busy on the board. Um and but besides that it looks really pretty and
1: And is the longest game to put together of any game I've ever owned.
2: I don't own it, so I
1: don't know. Dean. Hunting put and putting together those little things was <laughs>
2: A, gluing it together gluing yeah,
1: uh, yeah. it together
0: yep i'm with you
1: number 4 for jonathan yeah so number 4 you you guys haven't played number yeah. 4 so i could just get to do all That's the talking right. here i right?
0: bet i bet i will love this game <laughs> this is one i'm excited to play
1: um so this one kind of came out of nowhere for me like a lot of these games you know we hear about them in advance we, you see where the designers come in with a new game you get excited about it and when this one was released I was like it's Rio Grande Games and it looks like generic space uh, will pass you have to say the name for the podcasters oh uh, sorry I thought Dean did Dean not say it it's um, Beyond the Sun did he sorry say it? I don't know I thought it for sure <laughs> I thought it too no doubt um, wait, Beyond not everybody yeah. seeing our faces on this? What are all the <laughs> shoulder jokes going to do with that being video? Oh, oh they're going to go great. Oh, okay. They'll, they'll, be, <laughs> I'm head, sure. they'll be head and shoulders for sure. the
2: rest. I'm sure it'll go wonderfully. Of jokes.
1: <laughs> so Beyond the Sun is one that came out of left field for me. And and I honestly, okay. I think it was a Man vs. Meeple review when I watched it. And uh, one of the guys in there specifically, his tastes are like mine. He was like, this is an excellent game. So I looked at it. And there, somebody just put that if you want to click on that comment. It is Tech Tree the board game. i like that i mean that's literally what this game is is it is a it's kind of a worker placement game but you only have one worker you're moving around the board um so not like your traditional worker placement games but it is if you like tech trees in an rpg or in a space setting whatever and you like the idea of determining the check the tech trees this game is for you go out and buy it don't even think about it Because, what it is, if you look at the board right there, all of those cards are individual pieces of tech. And so you start off with level one tech. And the setting is kind of generic, like Earth is dying. We got to get off Earth. We're corporations trying to do it first, do it better. Um, But you have to progress through those levels. So you have to have the level one tech to advance to some of the level two techs and two to level three. And what it is, is you're basically creating worker placement spots that are progressively better. And so what that does is it creates a really good tension throughout the game. Because like we talked about earlier with Twant and City, my one issue with that was that the end of the game felt flat. That is not the case in this one because it ramps the whole time. And so um, you're moving around this little sideboard and colonizing planets. You're getting better technology. You're, you have this little player board that's engine building. So it's engine building on top of that where you get to decide whether you want to be able to produce more people or more ore. Um, and we, I haven't played the advanced game yet, but the advanced game has like very different player boards, um, where you had more unique powers. And so everything about this game is great. And, and we, I, like, I still haven't seen like close to all the tech cards yet, and they're going to be very different every game based on how the players choose to bring them out. Yeah. And I love that, that extra agency you have, like if you're playing a three player game and you notice the other two people are colonizing, when you're going to go choose the tech you just choose the ones that aren't colonizing. And you can almost block that off if you play it right. <laughs> Dean is alive.
2: BJ from Board Game Gumbo that's says Dean out. is alive. So that's another. just want to throw that out there in the middle of this thing because yeah. Dean is back. And, and John we're all hasn't gotten to talk for five minutes. So I know. I'm
0: hiding my cough pretty well today, too, so far. But it's going to come probably at some yeah.
2: point. Yeah. So
1: anyway, I think both of you guys would like this a lot. Yeah. This it's is, got lots of replayability. It's just it's so solid. This is
0: one I really want to try. The, the biggest negative I always hear about this is the the look of the game it. uh it looks like mainly on those player mats it's just like a white yeah, like a a a piece of paper is what about it looks that. like
2: how much that uh, this game is an expensive I game that you pay for less than that okay yeah. we had a comment um i've seen it consistently
0: for like 70 bucks on amazon which
2: yeah it seems like it's a more a little bit pricier of a
1: game i feel like i may have gotten it on sale at some point
0: there's a lot of dice in the box though right
1: yeah there is like and a, the dice aren't actually dice you don't roll the dice at all Oh, okay. So the dice in there are actually
2: uh, like six-sided resource dice, basically. Um, So you're... you're... All right. (laughs) BJ wanted to know, and this is one of those times whenever you're on the podcast and we just shifted to something else. uh, If It was a cardboard cutout of Dean, so I was punching and poking him with my ink pen.
0: I'm actually a Dean clone. This is Dean 2.0. 1.5.
2: 1.5. Better, Dean. 1.5. Actually, 0. .5, because you've probably. been Deaning things. So. That's probably right. Like, <laughs> That's true. I still have COVID brain. So let me let me say this as Dean pulls up his number four. There are three games that I really wanted to play this year that I didn't and before I did this list, and Beyond the Sun was one, the Red Cathedral was number two, yeah. and On Mars was number three. So, you know, I'm going to, yeah. Yeah, I had mine written down,
1: too. What was, <laughs> what was mine? I think mine was, oh, I hadn't played the New Gloomhaven
2: that almost made my list. Yeah. It didn't make my
1: list, but it was really and gross. Ruins of Arnak was another one. I mean, there were several others, but
2: yeah, Lost Ruins Arnak just—I mean, it's fine, but it didn't do anything. It didn't do. I oh, know it's fine. I like it. It was a good I think game. We're going to talk about it. We talk about it my just number didn't three. Go crazy yeah. <laughs> for me. All right, Dean.
0: Number there three. You go. Number three is Project Elite. I, okay. Ah, someone mentioned Project Elite, Elite earlier. I dogged Jonathan for wanting to put Hansa Teutonic on here. But look at this. <laughs> this is Project true. Elite. Yeah, he did. 2020 release. I don't know wow. the difference between the earlier release. The
1: uh, um, I'm pretty sure if you go to the new Hansa Teutonica page, it's the big box and it'll say 2020. That's <laughs> right. It does. All right, you can add it on there. I'll put it on there for you.
0: Um, this is a game that uh, John, you actually like this one too. Um, not not like loved it like I did, but this is a real time game, and I'm telling you, I played some good real time. You looking games for validation? Uh, no, I don't need validation. He already got it. This is a <laughs> so. really really fun game where you are going around. Uh, and you are blasting aliens and trying to, to do these different objectives. So like if I remember right, the initial obj- objective is you have to trap these different aliens to get samples of them to bring them back to, um, to your uh, spaceship. But basically what you're going to do is you have a two minute timer and you're going to roll dice. You're going to try to blast through to do your objective and also to take out those uh, aliens and also to search and find better weapons. Kind of like Zombicide, but like a faster version of it. Um, but it's a little bit different than that, but it has some of the same mechanisms of it. It's a quick game, and it's just a lot of fun. Now, I, I've played three games that I think could have, that were close, to, it probably would have been in my top 20 that were real-time games this year, which is kind of interesting. Pendulum is one that I really liked, and then Sorcerer City was another one that came out earlier in 2020 that I quite enjoyed. I think this is just a thing that I enjoy. I enjoy real-time mm. games. I think they're a lot of fun, and this one uses... Um, uh, an interesting way of like timing yeah. and it's not like a constant like um you take a break It's es- yeah escape um, okay. Curse of the Temple like it's a constant like pressure fest this one it's really pressure filled for two minutes and then you can take a break and pressure. plan and all that so, so I love this game I think
1: you would like this but not love it I'm so torn so I, I play a lot of first person shooters yeah and so that's kind of like a real-time board game. Yeah. I mean, I mean a little bit, but anytime somebody says real-time and board game, I just like him instantly turned off. I think, I think because a lot of times board gaming for me is is something that's relaxing for me too. Yeah, sure. it's yeah. it's less stressful. But again, I I've been so surprised in the last couple of years about some games I just didn't think I'd like, yeah. and, and ended up being great for me. Maybe I need to try this. The only thing is
2: the price point makes me not want to try it
1: because I don't want to have to. Own it. I think you would. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think you would yeah. say probably what I do. Like, yeah, it's cool, it's good, but I'm maybe not like. I mean, the reason that you would get it is of like. Your family or something yeah, would enjoy well, it. Yeah, and
1: like what, what he just said about being like a faster, better zombicide. Like, I don't love zombicide, but what I love is when we would play zombicide because it's been a year since we played it. Mm-hmm. I loved the interaction with my friends. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, it. that game for me is not about it's more like a beer and pretzels game. Like, it's not about the game itself for me. It's more about the camaraderie and joking around and. You know, almost role-playing the zombie part of it. Yeah, and that's why I think you
0: might like this, Jonathan, because you still get that in the planning phase, because after those two minutes are up, there's a lot of, like, laughing moments, like... I can't believe you couldn't take that guy out or something. You know, like there's a lot of those mm. moments. Then, it happened a lot like,
2: in our game because I didn't. <laughs> take, I didn't take a lot of guys out.
0: he's <laughs> like, why our, am I doing everything if all you the watch time? Our, our playthrough of this, which I did recently to just kind of refresh my memory, we actually were crushing it in that. Not so much in like our the, normal games, uh, yeah. but but on camera we were we were destroying some aliens. <laughs>
2: There we go. Let's pull a couple comments up as you're pulling up my number three. Uh, Dan says, John can't beat Dean 1.0. So what chance does he have with, I don't know. I mean, so far, Dean don't. 2.0 is really screwing everything up. So That's I've right. got actually chance. <laughs> I have a point chance five, with point this point one. Version point. Five. Dean, Dean point 0.5. Um, yeah. So let's, uh, oh yeah. And a couple uh, more comments about uh, wanting to play um, Project Elite, right? Yeah. I want to play with more players. Uh, yeah, it's, it yeah, would be really fun yeah. with more players to do. Dean and I have played it with two players because of COVID. And if you're new watching right here, we're all together. And you're like, why are you all together? And we're like, because we all had COVID recently. So we're we're COVID. Not from each other. We're either. COVID all bros. No. Isolated. Totally. Like, random. We, yep, absolutely. weren't within the 14 days or anything Mm-mm, like that. So. Yeah. so let's go ahead and pull up a comment as I'm pulling up my number three. <laughs> and uh, Best at Star Trek says, Renature is awesome my top five my number three game which these top three games i really struggled with what sh- this these three were in a class of their own like i told dean like these yeah. three would probably could, could make my top 50 uh nothing else probably will um and i'm talking about like of all time and stuff like that but i'm not sure yet let me i gotta think through it but they're the only the only ones on the not on the chopping block but the the bubble the potential i guess Renature, dean do you have that ready i will yeah so uh Re-Nature, look at listen to this I have two Cromer Kiesling games on my top ten list. Might have to rethink your favorite design. I'm telling you, really you, like them anyway. Though. I do. I mean, I really do for sure. And this game, this is this is what John, Jonathan. We were talking the other day. We mentioned this already. I love to find games that I can play with anyone that I. Take yeah, itch. That, that scratch that itch in my brain that I enjoy, and this one is absolutely that, and more. Like I, I don't care. I don't. I don't want to just. This isn't even one of those ones that's like, well, I'll play it with people that. No, I will play this with anyone, anytime. This is. I Should love
1: it. High then? I no, I mean maybe.
2: No, I, I actually almost put it number one. This is the one. game he talks about too much. I know. I talk about yeah. it all the time. You're laying. Okay, so in this game, you're, if you're um never played it or never seen anything about it, you're laying dominoes. You have to match up the animals. So I, it kind of has that nostalgia of domino ah. laying and the and Dennis Lowhausen. Was it Dennis Lowhausen? I think did the art on this. And it looks like your grandma's kitchen or something. You know, like I just yeah. I like it. It has this like homey feel uh-huh. to the game. But in this game, like you're as you're laying dominoes, then you can't. It is Denizal house Denizal right? The yeah. Housing, yeah, you're you're placing you know trees and shrubberies and stuff into these uh, dirt areas, and then it's area majority. It's kind of uh, there's different point values for these. But what's really interesting about this game and I like is that if they're the same value, if two players have the same value, they're eliminated from competition, from getting a chance to win that spot. And you have these neutral tiles that don't score you any points when it comes to area majority they can whenever you place them into it i'm not going to get into all that but you can you, you can just screw up dean like you know there's a spot where dean has two points i have one point but i get the last spot i put a two two in their neutral and i get both scorings cuz each tile has a higher point value and a lower mm. point value. and i get it all it's all mine baby and so I think that that's really cool. I think it's really cool. There's these little clouds that you have six clouds talking of really tight things, you have six clouds to do a lot with in the entire game. And you might get one or two more clouds, you know, with that, but like, you're just like, how do I use these clouds? Cause the clouds using them, you have to give up more than one most of the time to do something. So you're like, man, I've got, I can use these things two or three times max in the game. Probably when is the optimal time to do it and you can play this game in 30 minutes, eh, it could be an hour. But I would say thirty minutes to an hour, right, Dean? What was ours about? Ours was pushing more of an hour.
0: Yeah, probably so. Because there, this is a deeper game than you might anticipate going into it. Like there's, there's a lot. You mentioned a lot of the things, but there, like the level of thinkiness that can come once the game starts to spread out. You have to really think about like five different areas where you might want to place yeah. uh, your your tile. So that's
2: it, that's the part that's thinky, But it's this is a good game. You're right. It's fun. Yeah. So clever swine says going to buy it based on Meeple Town review. Good. I, I I I really like it. I'm so hesitant because I'm so jacked about it. I really do think people. <laughs> I do think people are going to play this. Like even Jonathan might be like, yeah, I don't really get it. Like what you like so much about it. So
1: it's Kiesling and Cromer. So maybe. Maybe I'll
2: love it. Yeah, it's. I admit. mean, it's just one of those games where I feel like I might recommend, and some people might be disappointed. There's more that I just feel like this has a ton of mass appeal. I know that the people that like the games I like are going to really like this, like Tawant and Sue You and some of those. Yeah. But this one is one that I think some people, some people may be like, oh, this is really light. And all, but it's really interesting decisions. Dean, you liked it a lot. I don't think it's. I don't think it's light. Um, it's yeah. light in rules. People,
0: there are some people who love this game, though. I'm, I I'm, love it in some ways, honestly, John. I'm surprised this isn't your number one game. It, it could have been as much as you talked mm. about this, like off camera, like just in general. And you know, we're talking on the phone, and John brings up Renature. It's, <laughs> it's been a lot. I really like this game, but I don't love this game.
2: Yeah. The, the, so this game is um, all three. I rated um, than my top three here I rated nine out of ten and they can change any time honestly so like yeah it's hard I just really like all of them and by the time I do my top 50 this next uh, summer like we do it every summer it may be on higher than the other two games so
1: I'm predicting it's going to be a top 10 game
0: for <laughs> so you. did you put this no, third out of the that. three <laughs>
1: because you want to keep the uh like people thinking that you like heavier games more than lighter ones. That's it. No, yeah. not at all.
2: <laughs> no, I don't know. Um hey, so I've got a couple comments. Let's look at this. So what's going to be Clever swine saying hallertoe huh? Maybe a little Cloud not- Age, another guess. Let me go ahead and burst Definitely the bubble. Definitely not Cloud Age. Neither one of those. Um Yeah, I That's played Hallerto. The, I played <laughs> it the other I played it 2 nights ago solo and I haven't we haven't done a review but I'm not super high on it. And You're I found, talking about
0: Hallertau.
2: Yeah. Okay. And, I, and I know there's a lot of people that will totally disagree with me. I got into a really fun conversation with a guy I like that like it's one of his favorite Uva games, and uh, just not for not not mine. There's some other reasons why, um, and I don't want to go into all that since we're just doing our top ten. I don't want to go forever, but I, I, I liked it, but it didn't do anything super exciting for me. For so, anyways. But I understand why people do like it.
0: Cloud Age was a big disappointment for me. I'll just go ahead and say that it wasn't. Um, it was disappointing. I did for not love it. I didn't, it's not. It's not an awful game by any
2: stretch. It's. It's fun. It's but just not what you expect from Fister. No, yeah, uh-huh. that's right. All right, Jonathan. Let's talk about your number. Wow, that game was super highly rated, huh?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the first one was in the... I think the first one's the top 100 all-time, right?
2: I don't know.
0: It was, like, top five or something of all-time at one point. It was really, it was wow. really high up there, So yeah. this
1: is my second edition game that I put on here. This is Eclipse, second Dawn for the Galaxy. Boo!
0: <laughs> I'm no, I'm going to root this one on. I, I've actually this. never... Part
1: <laughs> of the reason why I didn't feel bad about putting this on here is I've never played the first one. Like, it yeah. was hard to find for a long time. Um, and then this thing took years to get to us from Kickstarter. It was a big... There was lots of mess with the Kickstarter for this one. But what we that's got was really good. <laughs> so this actually, you know, this is kind of Dwellings of Elderville-ish. Not, not any way in gameplay, but if you look at it, it's got the same hex tiles. You're building a map. There's lots of miniatures, but it's a Euro game. Yeah. I mean, that that's what it is. And kind of like Beyond the Sun, the biggest part of this for me that's so good is the tech part of it hmm. and upgrading your civilization... Um, so that it does unique things. But really, all you're doing on this is expanding, exploring. It's a 4X game. Um, and you're trying to build your engine so that your civilization can afford more tech to do more things to score more points. I mean, that's yeah. basically how the game works. Did um, this feel
0: thematic to you at all, Jonathan?
1: Not as much as Twilight Imperium. Okay. Um, if you're looking for more of the thematic 4X game, Twilight Imperium is probably the way to go. And Twilight Imperium is just way more... Mare trash, whereas this is way more Euro.
0: Yeah. I've not played either one of them, which... Th- like these both. are, like, really high up there in games that I want to play. Eclipse especially, for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah,
1: I love both of them. This is, this is probably where, like, when we say that I'm somewhere between John and Dean, this is probably the kind of games that highlights that. Yeah. yeah. Because I do uh-huh. like these big, grandiose 4X type of games. Um, and it's not just... I think a part of it is because... As a kid, a lot of my time was spent playing with like army men and little Star Wars micro machines and yeah. stuff. And this feels like playing those games that I made up for myself as a kid, but playing with actual rules with adults and having fun doing it. Um, and a lot of it's more about the experience. Yeah. But I will say, I have a hard time of which one I like more, this or Twilight Imperium. Just for people who are on the fence about one or the other, um, I would just say if you're more into euros, go with Eclipse. If you're more into thematic, go with. Imperium. I think they're both excellent games, but this one for sure this year. I've already played it several times now, um, and it's
2: excellent.
0: Yeah, I gotta get this Boom. get this one to the table. There
2: yeah. we go. All right, Deanie, what's your number two, baby? My
0: number two is a game that um, is almost like an expansion release. I mean, it is a totally separate standalone game, ah. Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion.
2: Uh, this is one that I had pandering actually, to the people, Dean. <laughs> You're, I, you're pandering to the people. People love Gloomhaven, and you're just like, I want people to like me. It's number six overall. Holy moly.
1: Wow. It's already number six? Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: I didn't realize that either. Wow. So
0: let me tell you why I like Gloomhaven Shake so much. Shake my a little bit. Yeah. The jaws of the Lion so much. I got Gloomhaven at a really good deal over this this last year, hmm. and I sat down, I got everything punched out, and I was like, uh-uh. No. <laughs> nope. Not going to do it. And like, it was just really daunting. It the is. rule book was... I sat down with Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is what I needed when I play Gloomhaven." Because what it does is it is it eases you into the system. Yeah, it, it's gonna um, start off with really simple gameplay. You're gonna have six cards. You're gonna play two of those cards, um, one for the top action, one for the bottom action. And I'm trying to find like an actual picture, but everything's painted miniatures. All he is,
2: all, see, he does that. It's the muscle memory. He just keeps clicking <laughs> no, the painted miniatures. No, literally all the pictures. The components.
1: Are
0: this. <laughs> so. Uh, in this game, it's a dungeon crawl game where you're going to be playing two cards. One of them is going to be for the top action. One is going to be for the bottom action. And you're going to be going around um, each each like page, set of pages is going to have your different missions that you're trying to accomplish. A lot of times you're trying to take out these different monsters and grab gold and things like that. But I love that this eases you into the system to where you're not like fully in like you're not fully into the game until like four or five games into this, maybe even more than that. It's been a while since I've played this. I actually planned on soloing this while I had COVID, but I just couldn't like the fog was too much. Uh, But anyway, I love my plays of this game. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's better with people, but even soloing, it is a lot of fun. You're just missing out on the, like, you don't know exactly the actions that other people are going to take. That's the part you're missing in the solo. So there you go. This would have,
1: this would have been in my top 10. Okay.
0: You love Gloomhaven. Though.
1: Yeah, and and uh, same thing, Dean. It was so daunting learning, and we played it like three or four times in my family, and then we didn't play it for a year because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like my brother in law's been asking, like, when are we gonna play Gloom- Gloomhaven again? Um, That's good. I, yeah, but I can't. I'm just. I look at the box. and I'm like, Ugh, I can't yeah. do it. I do, like. I just. Do, do you have goes, Jaws like, of the Lion? I do now. I got it for my birthday. So I told them I was like, we're gonna just play through Jaws of the Lion first. Get us back into the system. And the box isn't so big, <laughs> like yeah. carrying that box to right. my family's house to set up. I'm just, it just I don't want to. There's do
2: been this. some really good deals on that game lately. Like I've seen like Child's for like thirty something dollars. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like it's usually fifty, and like I, I like, wow. Like if you can get for thirty, of, pick it up. No question. It's kind of intriguing. A lot me. of fun. So uh, BJ says good choice. There you go. But it's interesting that I said something about pandering to the people, but here in Meeple Town, I guess people aren't loving it as much. Like no one's, you know, Dan, uh, Clever Swine. Wizardo. You know, like these guys are just not. like. And, and, and one thing
0: you need to know about me if you don't know this already is how much I love theme. Yeah. I love dungeon crawls. I love like the story element of games often more than I do the gameplay itself. And, and so I get what. Although I get the what, gameplay of this is fantastic.
2: I get what they're saying because I'm kind of the same way. I, this has got a good score. I enjoyed this game, but there's something. And maybe it's just the legacy of it or whatever. Mm. I just can't really get into it. Like I like it, I, and I and I feel like I should like it more than I do, but it's just like I don't find myself wanting to go play it. Is why. Yeah. And so I haven't even bought. I haven't bought either one of them because you gave of it that. like an eight or seven and a half or I something. I gave it an eight. Yeah, eight, it was yeah. kind of. It was almost it was seven and a half eight. I, I bumped it up to it because I thought it was a solid game and I like it. And if Dean wants to play it, I'll play it. But You're not going to play through the campaign. I'm not, but you know, right. I, I said this before. If if you would ask me when I was, you know, 20 years old, you know, 18 years old in college, I would have Had flipped out on world. this game. Yeah. I was playing, you know, Diablo and all these games yeah. like that, and like I just Baldur's and Gate. You're, you're too sure well, now, is that right? That. No, it's just it's just it's just a different time in my life. Yeah. Now
0: I was referencing back to the you know the the chest and showing your arms and all that because that's.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not going to lie. I on my back and I'm so tense cuz I'm I am trying to like like and this has nothing to do with massive shoulders, but I am trying to like <laughs> let let people come in, Dean and John into the shot and like it's hurting. I'm I actually this is this episode is causing me pain. But I'll do it for you Meeple town. <laughs> John's number 2 is I'm probably not that exciting for y'all. Uh, we've already talked about it. My number two is Bonfire. Uh, Stefan Feld did it again. I love his games. And, Dean, I'm happy to now know that Tuscany didn't make your list and you like Bonfire better than Tuscany. Yes?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I established that whenever we did the review for sure, but I still really like Tuscany. I think it was a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. I. I, I sorry, I, just, I was thinking that it – Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, there's nothing really more to talk about this game. Felt's awesome. The little action selection thing is killer in this game. I like the gnomes. I like the race to those gnome cards. I like race elements in Mm -hmm. games where, like, if if I really need these points, and if Dean gets there first, then I'm not going to be able to score that card. And I like the... um, what are those like, golden or white or something? What are they? they were light colored, natural colored? I can't remember what color they are, Dean. But you know, those gnomes, the
0: apprentices. Uh, okay, the and apprentices. that's really that cool outdoor? because
2: when you get to that first, then you get as another action, and that is huge in this game. It is really big. In so this I game. tend to like those games where you have those Competing like, let them. me get here first and compete yeah. there, and well, especially
1: in a field where there's not normally a lot of direct conflict, yeah, or interaction. That does add that little. That's layer. exactly right. That, that is right. That's yeah. what's so yeah. brilliant
2: about it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I love about some of Feld's, you know, stuff that he does, and he did it really well in this. I mean, this is pretty up there for a Feld game for me. You know, it's not like my favorite or anything, but like I'm like, wow, this is really good. Is top top three for you, maybe? Uh you? I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, I love Feld games. Yeah. <laughs> maybe top five. You know, we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens.
0: We need to do our Feld list is what we need to do. There's
2: uh, Dan giving me some affirmation saying Bonfire, another winner, John, which we all thought Bonfire was a winner. Yeah. 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 You know what? I it's think we can learn a lesson. We're all winners here. No. <laughs> bonfire is the winner. BJ's got on his shelf of opportunity, so he is uh, thinks positively like Dean does. I it's go back Jonathan and forth thing, on that. Right? You've got that. Well, it was shame one year and then opportunity next, <laughs> and it's, it's returned to shame now. <laughs> so, so Clever Swine said he was about 20 when the older Dungeon Crawlers came out, like Hero Quest and stuff. Maybe that's it. Maybe I got my fill. Maybe I just, I mean, I played tons of those types of games. I mean, you know how many times I beat Diablo 2 and stuff like that. I played it so much on the computer and all, and like, maybe I just burnt out. I don't know. I was going to say, it could go both ways. It could be nostalgic for you if you
1: like those things, or it could be- That's exactly You've already right. done it in the video game format, it's somewhat so why, why play it in the board game version?
2: yep All right, you're number two yes sir
1: (laughs) you like that yeah I did Um, no I didn't Uh, so my number two is Whistle Mountain and y'all played this I didn't think y'all played it because it wasn't on either of your lists we just played it yeah
2: Uh, last week I didn't like this one that much
1: is yes, that okay?
2: No, you're wrong. I know. So he is wrong. We, That's right. We, I've only Jonathan, played it once. It's why it's not. Jonathan always. and I agree a lot, but there's occasional games. Occasional games, where just where like, yeah, just yeah, like.
1: and I'm always surprised by that because I just assume if I like it, you're gonna like it.
2: I, I liked it. Like it's a solid game. It's fine. Okay,
1: so I just want for everybody out there to know that this is his reaction the first time we played Grand Austria Hotel, and now he doesn't stop talking about Grand Austria no, Hotel. No, uh, no, it
2: wasn't so. my. No, I liked Grand. <laughs> I gave it a. I you gave Grand. Like, yeah, it
1: was good. I gave it like an eight, and then like another play of it, and you're like, oh my goodness, this is the best game ever.
2: I'll play this again.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying maybe your first reaction is not the one you should trust. Maybe. Maybe. The length
0: of this of this game though is the reason why John did not like this. It took you a long time? Uh, hour and a half. Okay. It took us at three players
1: about an hour and a half. It okay. just
2: seemed like we were doing the same thing over and over. Like I wasn't getting that excited about like Any it, of your it wasn't ramping up. Like, yeah, the, I mean, yeah, you can get machines that get a little more powerful but i just i felt like it was one of those where by the time i was an hour into it i'm like ah let's just in this but you
1: you're not a big fan of like five tribes and istanbul and those types of no. games right okay so if you like like in it, it the gameplay is not like five tribes and istanbul but what i'm saying is if you like istanbul I like if you like midweight euros that make you think and they're different every time because of the way the components play on the board then this is the game for you And for me, the games I like most are heavy Euros. I'm a heavy Euro player. However, with my family, what I get to play more of than heavy Euros is like these right in the sweet spot, mid-weight Euros, where my family can learn the system and we can play the crud out of it. And this game has more replayability than any I can remember in recent times. So if you're looking at the board here, What you're doing is there are two different kinds of worker placement spots if you notice the notches in the board around the outside those are all places where you can put your airships Um, you have three different sizes of airships one is going to be a single uh, square then there's a double square and a triple square one and so when it doesn't matter what size the airships are when you're placing those outside spots what you're doing is you're buying scaffold you're getting tech tiles you're getting um, machines to put on the board But then what's really cool is if you look at that middle section of the board right there where all these squares are, you're gonna be building scaffolding out there and building scaffolding is what allows you to put buildings down and it also scores you points for how you can match those up adjacency wise. And those things also have symbols on them that are resources. So you're gonna put the scaffold down and then you'll be able to build these buildings you'll see over on the left on top of them that are either two by two, two by three or three by three. And when you place an airship on the board, you can either place it on a machine or you can place it in the air next to scaffolding machine and you get everything adjacent.
2: Yeah, it's in, that part's interesting.
1: So it's kind of like in Lords of Waterdeep, how you build buildings on the side and you can use these extra buildings to make the game different every time because you get different resources for that. But on top of that, it's got this spatial element to it when you get to build the board. So it's like yeah. an extra layer of player agency where you're getting to build out the worker placement spots. And so you can really host somebody. Like, yeah. If somebody really because this happened in, in the last game we played. We we weren't thinking about it, we were just trying to score points, and we blocked off all the coal, yeah, all of it. There was no coal on the board, and so we we're like, Wow, how do we build buildings now? <laughs> and so, if you were really trying to build some buildings, if that's what your power was, was to get points off of building buildings and stuff, um, yeah, it, you can really hose somebody in that way. And it's just interesting how every single game is going to play so differently based on where you can place the buildings on the central board and what different combos you have. Because in the beginning of the game, we had some great combos. But as you build the board out, the water rises and it floods these machines so you can't use them That's my favorite part, actually. And so the good combos we built early didn't matter anymore. And where we've been looking out for number one to place just points later in the game, we screwed all the combos. Yeah. And I was like, man, if I had thought this through, I would have just done this instead and that would have allowed a different combo to come out that would have benefited me more than the other two guys. Yeah. Um, and so that's cool to me. Like, I, I just love the idea of building your own worker placement game.
2: This game gets, uh, you know, we have some comments about, um, I like it a lot here. So, like, yeah, I, this game gets a lot of praises.
1: Well, and honestly, so after I played this, I was like, I love this game. And I was like, but am I overhyping it in my head? I had that thought. I literally had that thought. Yes. And so, shout out to Luke Hector. On uh, I don't know if you guys watch his stuff. The broken Meeple Yeah, the broken maple. He gave y'all a shout out not
2: too long ago. Did so. Yeah, go check out. I broken watched
1: Meeple. his review of it, and he's way more ecstatic than I am. So I was like, okay, validation. I'm not. <laughs> this isn't just a you know need to play it more. Oh, there's a lot I of know. people.
0: Jeremy Howard, I think, has this one really high. He too. liked it a lot. Yeah, good. and
1: it just it's one of those games that just it spoke to me. Like, yeah. and I feel like that hour and a half thing that was the first play at three players. I feel like even with my family, who sometimes we can have some AP, we can get this down to an hour. I have, I have, it, it no all doubt. depends
0: on how you're building the scaffolding you yeah. yeah you can it,
1: force the end game
0: that's right and, yeah. and if you're taking a long time to put machines out that are going to make the water rise and take out your meeples or whatever then it can take a really long time and I think with more plays obviously like a lot of games it's going to take a lot less time as you go on I really like this game I think it's a lot of fun I think probably with more plays it would have made my list it's just I've only played it once so.
2: there you go so it's time for number one but before number one I just want to make a comment see a comment here that says John is almost always right as today
0: who, so, who is this Wizard of Oz? Did you
2: have? Uh, is is this, your wife on here
0: to make a comment? <laughs> one of my favorite persons. I don't think John's wife would say that. Actually, <laughs> no, <laughs> she wouldn't.
1: chew would not. She knows his ego's already too big. It's too huge. I'm <laughs>
0: so so big. All right, my number one, buddy. This is not on anyone's list. So this is going to be a brand. There new game it is. You are
2: pleasing. He's pandering to the people. Is How pandering. is this
0: pandering to the people?
1: Everyone loves this
2: game. It's been on no. the hotness for like since it came out. Yeah,
0: because it's a really
2: good game. It's Lost Ruins of Arnak. Going back Podcast to what I said earlier, people, yeah.
1: deck building
0: with worker placement is something that I enjoy a lot. Endless Winter is going to be a really really high game when it comes out because <laughs> I, I just love I love how those things interact that you can either, you know, place a It is good. you can you can place into different spots there's a lot of th- different things that you can do in this game. You can go exploring, Uh, What is that that I'm just looking at? That's not the
2: game. BJ says, pander, pander to the people.
0: (laughs) All right, so you can go uh, researching up this side of the board that we're looking at right now, and that's going to allow you to get points as you go up and also gain the bonuses from the side along with points. Um, You can do some exploring, which if I remember right was kind of one of John's favorite things where you – are uh, exploring these new worker placement spots that get better and better, but then they have monsters attached to them and you have to take out the monsters off of that, which is all, it's a Euro game, Yeah. but I still think it, it feels thematic. And I really love, it was fine. It was I good. love the exploration of this game and just that gameplay. It's my jam. Now, a lot of people, I, I, I realize that I'm probably very much in the minority. A lot more people seem to like Dune Imperium than they like this game. I like
2: Dune Imperium better than this. Yeah.
0: It has more player interaction for sure. During, the combat Dune was way is. better. I really really, added to it. Yeah, this doesn't have any of the combat, but it has a lot of the same, the similar things. I also like the cards in this that you're going to be buying up at the top. So you have these artifact cards and then the other, uh, I forget what they're called, the other cards. As the game goes on, you're going to have those blue cards that come out more often that are, you have to use the time to, I think, the compass tokens to buy those, money to buy the other ones. As the game goes on, the one gets kind of phased out, the one that you spend money on. But the ones that don't get phased out, when you buy those, you use them immediately, but then they also go into your deck. Yeah. Another thing, a lot of people I think that, John, you might fall in this category, people don't love in this game that you don't go through your deck as much. Like, Dune Imperium, you go through your deck a lot. Agreed. This one, you're not going to see your cards nearly as much. However, there are cards that will allow you to get those out more and to, like, thin your deck out a lot more. So you're going to have a much thinner deck in this game than you are in Dune Imperium. I love it. I think it's fantastic.
1: How, maybe you just said this and i blanked out but how does how exactly does the deck building interact with the worker placement
0: so when you play cards um they're going to have different uh, abilities on them so like a a one time i might play a card that is like a, a free one time give me money or something like that okay but then you have other cards that are going to allow you to like thin your deck out and things like that but you can also separately play car, play your worker placement into those spots. So it's a little bit different. an Imperium, okay. you play your card to play your worker. In this one, you don't have to do that. You can play actions on your card or buy cards, or you're only going to be taking one action on your turn so in this game. So
2: you're trying to debate to whether I, you should play this card or Dean might make this, take the spot that I want. That's that. right. Yeah. I was just
1: curious if it was anything, because like, it's not really a deck builder, but Underwater Cities, I know I talk about this all the time because it's you know, amazing, but... It's not a deck builder because you're drawing those cards randomly, but those cards interact with the work replacement spots. I just was curious if this game had any of that, where it's, you know, the spot you might go to is dependent on which card you play, that kind of deal. No, Dune Imperium
0: yeah. very much is that way. But, is it? But so I might, not, liked, I might like Dune Imperium. You more might. Than I, I actually too. think you would
1: like Dune Imperium quite a bit, Jonathan. Okay.
2: Yeah. So a few comments. Um, Indiana Jones the game. Oh, Dan Palmer saying Arnak Dean sells out. So how about that? <laughs> Dan, you know, Dean's how Dan's that always move? Dan's always got my back. Uh, he does. Dan and Amir I Boys. I tell you me. what. <laughs> um let's see. Oh, Nick Hayes just popped on here too, by the way. He's gonna say he just wanted to say hi. He, at least he made it for number one. So he can go back and listen to the podcast, uh Nick, or, or watch it. this later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, and so there's a lot of people that are, are wanting Arnak too here and they just can't get a hold of it. Or it's like stupid prices. So You know, it's true. And then some people like, hey, typically not my game, but I also enjoy it. That's how I feel. I like the game. It's fine. I just didn't. I just for me, I didn't get like this, like game of the year type thing, like number one. Like that just sounds that's just for stupid people. (laughs) I'm just kidding. What is your number one? I know you can bash me. (laughs) We have to be careful. I got it. We got a recent comment. That said that we were elitist because we were I think they misunderstood our humor. Oh. <laughs> that we actually are totally joking about this. So Or, or maybe
0: because you're a bully. I, I know. I am a
2: bully. <laughs> uh yeah. But I know it was it was just not number one for me, but I get it. Like it's super mass appealing. It has some really fun places. So I understand why everyone likes that you game. You can't help for, but be a bully when you got shoulders like that. That's right. That's right. It's just it's what happens. Um yeah. So anyways, and BJ says that his ranking is Arnak One, <laughs> Dune Two, and Arnak three. Nice. So
1: yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: I get it I, get I,
0: it, I love it. that I want to see more of those type of games though That that is kind of becoming my jam I love it
2: and,
1: and uh, it doesn't really have to even be deck building just as long as there's like cards with abilities on them that also yeah like Everdale is, 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 yeah.
2: is
0: one that, that kind of fits in that category for me even though it's not deck building I do like cards <sighs> Renature game of the year for yeah.
2: best at Star Trek and hey it's all the protein <laughs> shake
0: that's right
2: <laughs> that's it that's what that's what happens alright so my number one is kind of boring honestly uh, we've already talked about it twice. Yeah, it's to want and sue you. Um, David Cersei is a, a great. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll pull it up. No, 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 who cares, Dean? Let's go back so everyone can actually see us. You know, who cares? Um, <laughs> this good. game, you know, this game is is phenomenal. It's what everyone said. It's so fun to like place your meeple and try to get it around other meeples. But what's also so brilliant is every meeple has a bonus thing yeah. they get. So like, you're now. If you didn't have a play raid, this game would be confusing and frustrating. Mm-hmm. But the play raid's perfect. Yeah, It's great. Good. You have to have it. But you go, okay, the red meeple allows me to get another worker back that's not a red meeple. I get to draw one of those warrior cards that Dean loves. He loves those warrior cards. Don't you, Dude, Dean? I hit those
1: warrior cards a lot,
2: too. He's just, like, staring. And to Dean, if you're listening to this podcast, is, like, looking at the screen or something, he looks like he is a cardboard standout or like I'm he's some kind the- of a weird, <laughs> you look like you're some kind of a weird clone or something like I'm
0: that. I'm reading the comments on there. There's some good, it's some gold on there.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's no, <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, the protein shake stuff or what? Are you talking about the other stuff? No,
0: Nick Hayes uh, said, hey, whenever man. I hear John, I think that, <laughs> I think that dude is elite. Uh, yeah. Nick, wait till you meet John. You're. Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Maybe it'll enhance that feeling. Maybe not. not.
1: Maybe See, not. We need to
2: have a Maple Town Con whenever this COVID thing is over. Yes, I agree with that. So Dan has my back and BJ has Dean's back. So Dean, BJ says, that I'm pandering to the crowd <laughs> for those. Who, it's, is he wrong? I bet that you're... No, I'm not. I, don't, I That's I, interesting. I, I'm not saying Dan's wrong. <laughs> I mean, Dan, BJ. Brought to you by the letter T. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of, Dan says, good number one Johnny Boy. <laughs>
1: Is Dan this is what
2: we need to a bot account? I, oh, no. Dan, no. Dan loves John. Dan and BJ <laughs> should duke it out. Just for because, who loves you most? For who lo- yeah, for who's yeah. the best. <laughs> How about that? If it, Hey, oh, what we need BJ to do is... BJ is my biggest dean. fan. I got you. What we need right. to do is we need to... BJ and Dan, we should get a game night together sometime. Sometime we'll go to a con. And me and Dane... Me and Dane. I just put Dean and Dan's name together. Me and Dean. Nope. Me and Dan will play Dean and BJ i think that would be awesome yeah you gotta play a team game though so you gotta play some like Roman bones or
0: uh... Uh, i don't want to brag for oh, BJ. And then nick hayes
2: can come and play with us too because he likes giving grief like hanging out with my buddies that's what we do that's <laughs> yes, all we do that's all we do <laughs> bj is the the strike champion i don't i want to throw wow. that out there so
0: if we're gonna play strike for that game i'm all no about way it.
2: i'm no way i'm playing bj there's no <laughs> way i'm playing bj and strike i'm definitely gonna lose that um Hey, I was going to pull this up another quite comment. This is a skillful game. Sorry, if Buddy Keith couldn't put 10 games together because he hadn't played anything new. I get it. Uh, COVID's really screwed up. Whenever I'm th-
1: you get those vaccines, Keith, I can uh, help rectify that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. Um, yeah. Anyways, but David's RC, yeah, we got some... Is He's so awesome. This game is... good. If you it like is. David's games, this game is great. And it, this, this game is a, an engine all over the place. Yeah. You build this engine, this oh, the weaving it engine, is. this little engine, this little engine. Like You're always building engines, and it's really fun. And
1: I will say... You know, when you play an Uva game, you know what you're getting into. When you play a Feld game, <laughs> you know what you you know what you're getting into. When you play a David Turky game, you don't. That's true. He is he's got such a breadth to what he does, and he does so many solo games. He's he's like he's if you see his name on a box, he's got his name everywhere these days. I feel like every time I see a game, there's David Turksey somewhere on there. He's
2: he's so, he's done he's, the solo mode. He's helped design it. He's completely designed it. Because
1: he did anything from Anachrony to Dice Settlers. Yeah, like I'm, I'm just,
2: to to a game that Dean and I are about to do, Venice, pick yeah. up and deliver with Andre Novak. Like that's uh, excavation Earth. I played this year was good game. I didn't
1: I didn't put on here. Is an economic game. Yeah, like he, like so. I love David Turczy games. I've not played one that I did not like because I think he's an excellent designer. But you can't just go into it thinking I've liked David Turczy in the past. <laughs> So, no, you're right about it's, that. It's not that's like right. Uva Erfeld. No, you're you know what right. You're getting into he's so you really need to look at it. But yeah, you
0: know Roman Roll actually could have made my top ten. It was
2: it was. See, and I haven't played that one yet.
0: I enjoy it. I enjoy it. That's for another time. But I I I think Roman Roll
2: was a lot of fun. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And the solo's fantastic. Nick, we would love for you to come to Tennessee if you could figure it out. Is, awesome. Are there gang
0: fights breaking out Well, D, Dan, BJ
2: said, "Dan, meet me in the back alley tonight. <laughs> bring your gang and I'll bring my crew." And Dan, Dan said I'm up for like that. the sharks and the So, they are ready to go. dance fight. <laughs> John versus Dean crew. I
0: can go ahead and tell you that We should make Kobe a name Dean for us. Dean is not going to be very up to the challenge. <laughs> We've got to make a name for ourselves. I'll be I'll be coughing in the corner. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Dean, if you
2: corner. can't take the trash <laughs> out, <laughs> You're in trouble. All right, number one, Jonathan, ready? Leaving Easter. in a coffin, am I right? Whoa.
1: And for the best game of the year. Oh.
2: This one is sitting under my bed right Talk now. Talk about elitism.
1: Um, yeah, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> I'm a Lacerda fanboy, so everything he puts out, I'm interested in. There's only been one that's really fallen flat for me from him, um, and that was Escape Plan. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: this is on Mars, by the way. Oh, yeah, about.
1: yeah, sorry, on Mars. Well, I mean I said Lucerta This is the only game we put out this year. I will say though no, that wasn't no, latest comment. What about that what about that Mercado <laughs> game? It's not out yet. Oh, my bad. Yeah. My B. It'll be a twenty twenty one release. So it'll be on your top ten. Probably. <laughs> um it's more of a meaty filler though. It's not like it's it's not like a full game. Um Although I guess technically I could have put Kanban E V on this list because the second edition third edition of Kanban came out this year, and that's, that's also La Um but they didn't change it up enough for me to be able to <laughs> to, to explain that list. away. But in this game you are on Mars. <laughs> so you're 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 kind of playing uh um, terraforming Mars? What was the Matt Damon movie where he's stuck on Mars?
2: Yeah, I just watched that for the first time not that long ago.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: Oh boy. You just keep talking and Cup I'll come along with it. Okay. Uh, anyway,
1: you're you're trying to survive on Mars basically, but you're building a colony. It's it's not like terraforming the Mars. The Martian. The Martian, yeah, there you go. I, um <laughs> you I just completely throw you threw me off. You do. I'm sorry. Off topic. I'm stuff sorry. I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: So, in this game, you are not terraforming Mars. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. You, you kind of are. You're, you're building a colony on Mars. But the really cool thing about this, and what I love about every Lacerda, for those of you who've not played a Lacerda, they are heavy games. There's yeah. no doubt about it. They are heavy games. But they're heavy in strategy more than anything else. And what I love about his games is I love games that give you bonuses. A lot, yes. a lot like uh, like Grand Austria Hotel, where you just you do a thing, and not only do you do that thing, but it gives you another thing to do a third thing, and that's how his games are, and that's what makes them heavy. So the the thing I like about it though is there might be ten bonus things that you can get in the game total, and you can get them from three different things that you do, and so it's less about it's it's not difficult to knowing what all you can do in the game; it's difficult to knowing how to do it well. Um, and so in this game, what you're doing is you're placing workers. It's a worker placement game um, to do different actions on Mars. So you're building out Mars, and you're. Well, that was a long. You fall asleep? That was a (laughs)
2: look. (laughs) What just happened? You just just froze. Like I'm actually, I'm actually a hologram, and it it just we had some lag there for a second. Dude, like I actually, I think I got scared. I, I thought the matrix glitched. For a second, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Um, so I have been in a simulation this, this whole time. In front of I have dog. a
1: two and a half year old, so I have two and a half year old brain as okay. well. Um, yeah. Wow,
2: I thought I, I thought it was it. We're in a simulation, no. and that was fine. Yeah, it, and if actually, the you know what? Crashed. I think that I think that you, we are. We are, in and a that simulation? you just pretended like you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, there's something's happening here. Simulation. Hey, here, Monday, tell me this on Mars. Tell me, yeah. Tell me this about on Mars, because the people want to know. Okay. How heavy is this thing? It's heavy. Four point so six three. I, you want to? Like it is not four point. Okay. Okay. Right. I
1: think there that's is. What said to me, right. there is a difference between yeah. um, heavy when it comes to depth of strategy and heavy when it comes to complications. Yes. This is not like Lisboa to me is more complicated than this game. This game to me is deeper than Lisboa. If that makes sense. Okay. So but if we're gonna teach it, if you're gonna teach
2: it to, it's ge- a 45 gamers teach. out there. Forty five minute. Yeah, teach. it's a forty five minute teach. Okay, I don't want to learn
0: it. Yes, you do. You do. Probably. We're going to play this game. Probably um,
2: You're just saying that because you bought it and you know that I'm the only one that will play it with you. That's right. <laughs>
1: that's <is> exactly right. <laughs>
2: no, I have several
1: people <laughs> who play it mean, with me. It was <laughs> good so that don't you, don't you it. I don't care if you play it. No, he's talking honest. about me. He no, okay. Because
2: <laughs> he's, he's, Dean's thinking in his head, he's like... Well, if we play with Jonathan, Jonathan would probably just have his copy set up at his house. If my copy's ever going to get played, Johnny Boy's got to play it with me. I just
0: need to know if I need to sell it or not. That's the thing.
2: Oh, you got it?
0: For super cheap, and that's why. I was like, I could get rid of this no problem. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: But the cool thing about this game as far as the worker placement goes, since we got cut off there, since I went into the simulation. um, is you can only place the workers on one side of the board or the other. You have the have Mars itself, and you have space, where you're like your space station is. And there's a shuttle that moves back and forth. In the beginning of the game, it goes back and forth every round, so it's really easy to go back and forth on which worker placement spots you want to put. But as the game expands... <laughs> Why are you getting so wide-eyed? As the, as the, game, if the game goes on... It goes to being every two rounds Can't that it, it moves, and then every three rounds that it moves. You're just trying to distract me, aren't you? <laughs> um, and so one of the big decisions you have to make is, am I staying on Mars, or am I going back up to the space station? Because you can really screw yourself later in the game when you really need an action on Mars, but... <laughs>
2: What on earth if you're on the podcast, God. we're trying to distract Jonathan as he talks and it's and so working. We're, we're doing really all kinds well. of dance moves and I think that's weird the thing hoodie that, things and all that kind of stuff. That's the
0: thing that interests me though, Jonathan, that interaction between like the space station and mm-hmm. the, the planet itself. I think it, it reading through the rules that seemed very interesting, I think.
1: Yeah, and that's that's really the crux of the game is how you time that. Okay. Um if you do it well, you'll do well. If you don't do it well, you will not do well. Yeah. I mean that, that that's that's where it is. But it's also cool, there's just I, I just love the bonuses. So like you, you know, you go up to this place in the space station, you get something that's gonna help you when you get back to Mars and vice versa. And so the interplay of the spaces on the board themselves is really good. I love that it is the
0: screen printed
2: oh my Meacles. gosh
1: oh yeah here, the production James. is really good through the yeah. roof man. Yeah, I mean it's Eagle Griffin games so you're gonna have to pay yeah. through the nose for it But it
2: almost made Dean's list because it, <laughs> the, he just production. opened the box and looked he at the components he's like well, oh, I also man. have
1: Rococo oh yeah Rico- eight and a half See, out of ten okay. at least I'm gonna say if Rococo if I'd have been allowed to put that on
2: here because it's an would old have been number two
0: yeah wow, it's really good yeah and I've just sold it but I think it's a lot of fun
2: real quick Jonathan on Mars versus terraforming Mars what's better Mm. Ooh, that's a hard one, huh? Mm. Jonathan
0: fell asleep again. For those of you who can't, Jonathan who can't see.
2: simulated glitched. Look at <laughs> that; he's saying the same
1: thing. There mm. it is. I've I've played Terraform Mars way more because the app, so I think I would lean Terraform Mars just because I know it better, um, and because there's more variability in it. Since there's you know hundreds of cards, and variability yeah. is something that speaks to me. But I, I mean, Terraform Mars is like number ten, and On Mars is like number fifteen all time for me. There so I go. mean, it's it's not like it's that far off.
0: Yeah. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We are going to we are going to have John tell the
2: dean's list. We're going to have <laughs> John
0: tell us how to get in touch with us. Close out the podcast. Then we're going to spend some time chatting on here. This has been quite the lengthy, quite the lengthy. That's time. not a big deal. It's been good. It's, if, no, no, no. no I, it's fun. Hey, it's good times, right? But I just want to end out the podcast so that we can get on here and chat with you guys for a little bit.
2: If you enjoyed our video and want to become a part of MeepleTown, Subscribe to our channel. We would love for you to subscribe to our channel. Hey, if you want to get some sweet swag like we have, go to MeepleTownGames.com. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at MeepleTownGames, and we're BoardGameGeekGill3407. Thanks for coming down to
0: MeepleTown.